Welcome to the Broken Token Classic Arcade and Pinball Podcast. Welcome to a special episode of the Broken Token Classic Arcade and Pinball Podcast. This is episode number two out of three of our special coverage of the 2014 Louisville Arcade Expo. Now, I stole the mic from these guys. I've been hoarding it for a little while, so I'm going to go on and let them talk. Well, thank you, Christy. Yeah, thanks, Christy. Are, are you sure that we're clear to talk? I might come back in a minute. Uh, okay. All okay. Right. All right. Well, yes, you're, ma'am. You're, you're more than welcome. I mean, you know, you sat in with us all weekend long. It was all good. We, we appreciated you being there. Christy's, well, take, yeah, Christy's no. taking over the podcast. Yeah. Oh. First hand. Got a podcast crash. Oh, it's yeah. me. I'm taking it. <laughs> well, this is, uh, as Christy mentioned, this is the second episode of our coverage of the 2014 Louisville Arcade Expo. And what we've got now is the live stream from saturday night march 8th yeah and it is uh, it, it is epic i will say i mean we were very fortunate to have uh, have a couple of very esteemed guests sit in with us and uh, over the course of that night over the course of the night i mean how long did we record brent probably what almost three hours i think it came in right at three hours mm-hmm. yeah yep. it did it, it had to come in like right at three hours and so what everyone's going to hear Saturday night is is a lot of continuation from our Friday night coverage, but you know every night you know each night was a little bit different as far as you know kind of rhythm and flow and, and what was going on with the show floor. But I think what makes uh, this Saturday night live stream so very special is we were able to uh, to have both John Trudeau. Uh, legendary pinball designer and he was there at the show on that saturday and and did a a live seminar he's Uh, actually our first guest uh on uh, on this episode yep yep and and we also had uh, phoebe smith uh, who is a very renowned pinball artist sit in with us as well as Preston Burt from the Game Room Junkies podcast. And Preston was nice enough to sit in with us uh, at the end of the night and uh, talk about his experience at the Expo. I think this is his first year uh, coming up to Louisville. And uh, he's also uh, hosting the Southern Fried Game Room Expo with uh, his co-host, Patrick, and that's going to be in June. So, yeah, so we've got plenty to talk about. We also have some uh, some children set in with us, some kids, and we get uh, and we get a, a very good perspective on the show first, from, from their angle we get, as well. We get a first-hand take on on what yeah. it's like to experience uh, the arcade that, that yeah. we, you know, pretty much all of us just know and love and just remember from back in the day. Exactly, exactly. So, so the kiddos uh, got a chance to sit in and give us their opinion on it as well. So we've got uh, we got a wide variety of, <laughs> of input from you know from Saturday night, but it it was awesome just sitting and talking to Phoebe and Preston and John Trudeau was just it, it was amazing. So it was a lot of fun. I think it was an amazing show. It was a lot of work through the weekend, and it I think was. as as folks that listened to uh, the episode prior to this. Friday night's coverage and the coverage from Saturday night, mm-hmm. they'll realize uh, yeah it, it's fun but it can be difficult you it, know it, it when is. you're ro- when you're rolling live you don't get to edit as you go so <laughs> no no you don't get to edit as it goes I mean and for everybody who is listening on our MixLR live stream uh, you know we certainly appreciate you doing that we had it we had very good participation Brent you know throughout mm-hmm. both nights I, I know we had uh, you know a few streaming difficulties there just with internet coverage there at the at the show we had to kind of punt a couple times finally we're able to get that get that straightened out we learned a lot of lessons about what it takes to live stream a show and I, I think one of the lessons learned there is that we can we can definitely do the live stream we just need to make sure that we have things set up in a certain way and like I say you know it's it's something that we learned as we went. oh yeah For, first time out of the gate it's just like any, yeah. anything you know the first time you cap a monitor or the first time you, you check a voltage you're you're a little apprehensive and yeah. you reach your stride and it just makes everything that much easier yeah it, it, just, it just flows yeah I, I have a feeling that the next time 
time that we go to do a live show, Whitney, and and hopefully if we've got Christy along yes. with us, yes, Miss Christy, right. hopefully you can make it to her next live stream, whenever that'll be. We're not <laughs> we're not going to tell you. We're just going to expect you to be. You're just going to show okay. up. Awesome. Yeah, okay. I'll, te- I'll text you about twenty minutes. Yeah, prior. About, about I'm good for minutes. that. And yeah. then on our side, we'll be much better prepared. Yeah. You know, we've learned some lessons. We'll yeah, be set we up. Have. We'll be there. You just yeah. need to show up. And yeah. I was going to say I was ready this time. I just had to wait for y'all to stop slacking. Yeah, that's oh true. Gosh. That's true. That's true. I just showed up and ate some subway. Beforehand, though. <laughs> there was a lot of slacking just going before, on. Just before the show starts, the limo pulled up. Yeah. The door right. opened. Yeah. She come in, took her sunglasses off, sat down. Put, rays said, of let's, light everywhere. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. the live streams were a tremendous amount of fun, and we we really, really appreciate everybody who was at the show that offered us, uh, you know, a, a compliment, a good word, and, you know, words of encouragement, however you want to look at that. Uh, we really appreciated everybody being uh, very gracious to us and, and for the support uh, that we saw while we were at the expo. And it uh, really makes us look forward to doing other, you know, other live events and setting up shop and, you know, broadcasting from other places because the, the feedback was uh, was very good and very well received. Now, after the show on Friday or Saturday night, rather, mm-hmm. we ended the show about 10 o'clock local time. Yep. And then we actually had an opportunity to go out for the first time that weekend and play some games <laughs> yeah like three yeah like three <laughs> yeah. yeah it was uh, it was a lot of work but it was a lot of fun oh, so I, 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 wouldn't I wouldn't give it, it up for the world way. yeah i wouldn't have had it any other way it was great so that evening just as the expo was closing down uh we re- made our way back toward our show booth and uh we were actually approached by uh papa yeah. a couple guys from the, the papa tournament that mm-hmm. was running there at the louisville arcade expo yeah they asked us to come sit in with them yeah. which Whitney actually was able to do Sunday mm-hmm. so if we can I'm not sure at this point if if all of the show is actually posted online yeah. if that's available we'll go ahead and put the put the link to that segment of their show in our show notes so yeah. that folks can kind of give it a watch I mean I'm, and I say give it a watch I'm assuming that it's not going to be just an audio stream when they do Papa TV they do the live or at the time they do the live high def stream of the game and they call commentary as it they, goes they, they do i mean i i was very fortunate to be able to sit in it uh brent told me it was about a half an hour it felt like about seven minutes to me and i think brent and i even went back and forth on that a few minutes i was like no brent i didn't sit there but for like 10 minutes and brent was like no you sat there for like 35 or 40 and yeah it, he it was just, it he, just went by so fast you were there for quite a while and yeah it was fun though and I tell you, the, the reason I knew that, and this is another thing I wanted to mention, uh, we've had a lot of folks uh, comment and give us likes, um, and actually folks local that have reached out to me and made comments about the the latest machine I've worked on, which has been the Gottlob Roller Disco. Mm-hmm. So the, the one of the reasons I know Whitney was over there so long, I was actually talking to some of the, the Got, or excuse me, not the Gottlob guys, the Papa guys. That Saturday night when they approached us about the podcast, they also approached us about the roller disco. So it turns out that Papa does not have one in their collection, and they desired to have one. Yeah. So when when the show was all said and done, Little Arcade Expo closed up, um, Papa and I were able to come to an agreement, and... Yeah. The roller disco has found itself a new home with Papa. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool, Brent. So, you know, some of your work is going to be featured in the Papa Museum, and and that's I think that's pretty sweet. Yeah, you know, I was considered. really excited about it. Yeah, yes. I, I think it's a compliment, and I think it's one that that you should you know think about from time to time as you're doing other work. It's like, yeah, man, my stuff made the Papa great. So that's that, that's awesome. I was very flattered. Yeah, I was a little surprised be. actually when when they brought it up, yeah. and uh, I'm more than happy. We worked out what what needed to happen to make it happen and uh, um 
like I said, it it found a new home. It's yeah. on its way to pop up. Yeah, it's on it's on its way to pop up. It'll be proudly displayed. It'll be part of pinball history there uh, there at, at the Poppy Museum. So we want to we want to give a special shout out shout out to all the pop up people. They they treated us with the utmost of respect and and were very kind to us. And we were just flattered to be able to take part in you know in the pop up event there on on Sunday morning. And also wanted to give another shout out to uh, Adam of the Adam and JP show. And Brent and I were also fortunate enough uh, on Sunday morning to sit in and do an interview with Adam uh, for his podcast and so once we've got uh, the link to that uh, we'll also make sure that it's up in the show notes for this episode as well so yeah thank you Adam we, we had a great time it was awesome I mean I say awesome a lot but it was awesome to sit behind the microphone and answer questions and be interviewed rather than rather than being the interviewer I had a fun time just just sitting there just running my mouth oh yeah it was a definite it was a <laughs> definite change of roles yeah it was, it was great it, it was kind of nice like you said what need yeah. to be on the the other other side yeah, of the, the microphone side. that's exactly right that's exactly right well listen we we really appreciate everybody uh everybody like i say coming by the booth and uh, for all the people that were there at the expo it was uh it was just uh, a banner year the expo gets bigger and better every single year and 2014 did not disappoint so uh with that brent Christy and everybody out there, why don't we go ahead and roll into our live coverage uh, from Saturday, uh, March the 8th, 2014 at the uh, 2014 Louisville Arcade Expo. From the 2014 Louisville Arcade Expo, it's the Broken Token Podcast. Thank you, Christy. Really appreciate it. Yes, everybody, we are live at the 2014 uh, Louisville Arcade Expo. This is the BrokenToken.com Classic Arcade and Pinball Podcast. Uh, we apologize for running just a few minutes late. We know we've got, had some people over in the MixLR room sitting here for a while, and We've, we've had a couple little uh, difficulties with it, but I think we've got everything sorted out now. So I think we're going to have a little little gift to kind of make up for the tardiness, however. Oh, Wendy. yes, Aww, yes, sir, man. buddy. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, a gift? A gift. A gift. <laughs> yeah. And that voice that everybody hears is the voice of the uh, legendary uh, pinball designer, Mr. John Trudeau. In the flesh. Yes. Hi, John. I love to hear that word, legendary. Oh, <laughs> oh it's, I mean, it's, it's the truth. It's the truth. So, John, we... We really appreciate you taking some time out of your night tonight to sit down here and talk with us. This is a, this this is a, a great you know this is a great time for us. We we, we definitely uh, are indebted for you to take take a little bit of time to sit here with us. So oh, this is fine. I love doing this stuff. So you don't mind the headphones and the microphone and all that kind of stuff? It's oh, a okay. I, I can keep these, right? Oh, they are they are yours. <laughs> they, they, are yeah. your, they are yours to yes. keep. Yes, yeah. sir. Brent and I bought a bag at Walmart, a bag of them at Walmart, <laughs> so we're like good to go. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I saw you on the uh, shoppers at Walmart uh, Well, that would, yes. Yeah, that would be me. Yeah. I, <laughs> that was probably them. That was yeah, my guys. That was, that was probably me. Yeah, there is no doubt. So, so John, let me ask you, uh, you know, it, it, is, is, this, um, is this expo, you know, really, has it lived up to what you thought that it would be? Because if, I'm, if memory serves me correctly, this is your first time here, correct? Yes, it is. Okay. And it's actually more than I thought it would. Oh, okay, okay. I've been at shows that have been somewhat less. Okay. And uh, this is a really nice, nice piece of work you guys are doing. Well, I, I, I'll tell you, it, it's it, it's all uh, Jeremy and uh, Jeremy Flights and Matt Flights and, and Joe Stiff. I mean, they're the organizers of the show. We all just try to support them as best as we can. 
but uh, it, the show has grown tremendously over the past. This is the fourth year, and from where it started year one, you know, to where it is now, it's 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 amazing. So it's it's really it's really uh, it's really taken off. We had Roger Sharp here last year, and it and that was uh, that that was huge, and and it's it's great to see you here this year. It's yeah, awesome. Jeremy gave me a, uh, an email, and I said, sure. I'm interested. I love going to all kinds of places. Yeah, well, I, I tell you, it's it's awesome to have you here. Now, and, John, have you ever been to Louisville before? No. Have you? Oh. Yeah, I got stuck in Bowling Green once in a snowstorm. I, that doesn't count. Well, yeah, you got to be careful. Well, you know, you didn't fall through the floor like all the Corvettes did a couple weeks oh. back. I missed that. That was awful. Man, isn't that no, something they're else? They're still pulling them out. They are still pulling yeah. them out. Yeah, and for the ones that are that are in fairly decent shape, they actually started up. It was amazing on, on first fire. Yeah. I don't know if I fire them up right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to try it. going to pick up the bill. A&GM is going to pick up the bill. That that is what we understand. That is what Very we understand. Yeah. So so John. So this like I say this is being your first year here. It's uh you know it's 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 awesome to have your perspective on the show. Uh, I mean the slideshow that you put on earlier today was. Very insightful. Uh, the time that we got to, you know, talk and see Python, talk to Python and see Python today was fantastic. But what we wanted to do in in this, you know, in this sit down was just uh, ask, you know, ask a few questions of you that, uh, that I think Brent and I've always kind of wondered about. You know, yeah. as far as you know, pinball and how pinball goes, and and it's amazing the resurgence that pinball sees. This is something. This is thirty. This is thirty years ago brought forward to today. And I, you know, Brent and I are fairly new to, to the pinball scene, admittedly. Um, you know, Brent's been collecting around, uh, I think, around ten years. I've been collecting somewhere around six to seven. And even at that, I'm just recently into the pin side of the yeah. hobby. Yeah, it, same it started, for me. It started with videos. So yeah, yeah, but but we're as we're doing our research and, and as we're as we're looking at, at everything that that goes on in this you know in this industry, it's amazing that it has survived and now started to thrive again. It is. It really is, based upon everything that we know, and, and that's that's one of the. I think that's probably the lead into the first question that I wanted to ask you. Sure. With you being at Stern today and in releasing all of these really nice modernized titles that that are technically very advanced and have you know have a very deep rule sets and have a lot going on. I mean, can you tell us a little bit what it was like? With the you know back at Valley and Williams, you know kind of quote quote unquote in the day, how did it differ back then versus how how it is at Stern today for the whole design process from start to finish on a game? Start to finish, probably ideally the same. Okay. About nine months to a year on a title. At uh, Willie, we had our own team, just pretty much exclusively uh, lead programmer. Dot programmer, who we shared, but a okay. sound guy, sculptor, an artist, everybody had a dedicated member. Okay. So right over at Stern, we are still sharing assets, and the programmers rotate in and rotate out of the games. So sometimes they may all be working on one project, but then they'll rotate out and start a different one. Okay. Or finish up. Okay, and you you mentioned like the sculptors and things like that. I mean, is are, are all of those roles from from back in the day still used in pinball design and manufacturing today? In some games. Yes. In in some games. Yeah. Okay. How about how about the ones that you've been working on? Do you I mean, do you do you work with those with those guys from start to finish or? Well, I haven't yet. Okay. Uh, I haven't had any need for it yet. Okay, uh, I see. Mustang was a uh, very quick turnaround. Was it? I, I mean, get it done 
from when I started in May. Okay. And get it to uh, production status as of last Friday. As of last Friday, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, a delicious bit of uh, <laughs> Well, let me ask you this, John, since, since you were talking a little bit about Mustang. Whitney and I are both car guys. He's already brought up the Corvette Museum, so you can tell we, we kind of keep, keep up with the automotive world, so to speak. Yep. When we heard that Stern was doing a Mustang themed pinball, we were unsure as to how you could do a game based on a car. Yeah. So, and I, I admit, John, I haven't kept, kept up with the, the leaked videos and all the hype that usually new titles. Can, is, what, can you give us an idea of what the gameplay is? What, what doing the flow? A car theme, specifically a hot car theme. Right. Uh, at this point in time, was difficult. Yeah. Uh, there's been Viper, Night Driving, there's been Corvette. Corvette, Corvette yeah. Uh, there's got to be something else out there too. But, oh, Indy 500. Yeah. A lot of hot cars just going around. It's everything that you could do for a, a car. Kind of has been, been done. done. Yeah. Okay. So, how do you make something unique? And I think that was the hardest part. But, uh, I'm sorry, I lost track of your original question. So, how do you take just Mustang, a car, uh-huh. and turn it into a and game. turn it into a game? Yeah. There's, you know, what what's the objective? Turn it into a game. The objective and the game is to collect the leave eight different models of Mustang okay. since it started in '65, all right, awesome. up till brand new one in 2015. It's their 50 years of Mustang right now. So that was the reason for doing this model to celebrate the 50 years. So did you pick eight seminal years, or were we let the guys who loved the Mustangs pick the Mustangs? So, so does that mean, does that mean a, Ford? Are no, they the no, ones no, that pick no. it? Oh, well, they had they had an approval okay. part in it, but uh, we got to pick the models we like, and they suggested oh. some, and we went with their suggestions on a lot of it. Oh wow! But uh, there were some that weren't up to snuff. Okay. And they knew it too. They were first admitted. We wanted to get eight models in there that everybody could just turn to and go, oh, yeah. Yeah, I recognize that as a Mustang. <laughs> that's a Mustang. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, we were, it was that's nice. Amazing. We got a lot of their uh, their actual sounds into the into the game. It's, those are Mustang pipes you hear when, it, when the guy goes a drive by. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you, Christy's a big a big fan of the Mustang. I am. Good. You so, want to hook me up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christy gets a free Mustang. It's awesome. I'm just saying, hey, I'll take that it. That would be nice. <laughs> yes, but we would. have a guy there who's got a uh, 2011 okay. 5.0, and his uh, wife sounds really nice. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I bet it does. Yeah. I bet it does. So circling back to what you'd originally asked, Whitney, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking just – of some of the titles that I have seen that you that you've produced, the way that you have to to design those titles has changed drastically over the years. And I think you mentioned it in, during the presentation today, where you started to get into solid works and you started. Yeah. When you started out, literally was it a drafting table? Yes. And then. Yeah. No, I I always had a uh, a good spatial uh, ability. Okay. So I could sketch something and it would probably be pretty much to scale, you know, 85%. Okay. So if I 
through jet bumpers in an area, you left the spot area for them. It translated well into the full actual layout, okay. which was done on a drafting table on my arm. That's amazing. That's amazing. So was, I guess the white wood was more important then because you actually had to get, get it into the physical world where you could understand that this didn't work or this needed to be moved. Yes. Yeah, it was because working in 2D is never as good as 3D. And we found things that just nobody ever saw coming. Okay. Uh, interferences. And nowadays, the most of that is taken care of. Okay. Working in 3D. So, 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 I mean, is it fair to say that from start to finish, modern pinball machines are done completely, completely on computer, and and there's. I mean, how, how much physical work is done between between the, the design portion and then when you get a prototype? The designers, uh, Steve Ritchie, uh-huh. John Borg, yep. and myself. Uh, John and Steve are using AutoCAD. Okay. Which is a 2D. Yep. And uh, George Gomez, who's the vice president of the design area, he brought me in because I knew SolidWorks. Okay. So we wanted to see how that works. Okay. Go ahead and get your question again. So, oh, no, so no, no, yeah, there's there's a lot of people here and a lot there's there's a lot going on. So yeah, no, I understand that. No, I was just asking about from start to finish. Uh-huh. Is, is it all is it all done on computers? And, and when does it transfer into the physical side? Yeah, it's all done on computers. Yeah, that's uh, I mean that's amazing. Except for my sketch. Uh huh. I still sketch on an eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper. That's awesome. And I, I put a, that's that's uh, I got, it got fantastic. you know. The, out hole where it belongs, and I know where the angle for the uh, the bottom arch is. Yeah, and that's it. Okay, I'll put my flippers where I want them. And then you fill in everything in between. Yeah. yeah, and then when I'm happy with what I got on paper, then I go to, now I go to SolidWorks and put it on the board. Wow, most of the time it works. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> not so, all the time. Well, you mentioned that nine month kind of gestation period on a title. Yeah. It, I mean, does does using the computer does using computers speed any of that up, I mean, or or does it make it? Is it easier today than it than it was 30 years ago? I, I'm just kind of curious as to what what technology is brought to the table from a finished product perspective. I'd have to agree with that. Yeah, it's it's, it's made it a lot uh, faster. It's made it a lot faster. Yeah, I probably used the wrong word. I, I said easier. Faster. I should have said faster. There's a lot of things that still get uh, debated. Uh, when you build a white wood, yeah. sometimes something just doesn't work. Yeah. You gotta go back and redesign the area. Or sometimes it's awful. <laughs> so when you're designing, Whitney and I actually have a, an IT background, and that's where some of the, the tech, tech side of the questions come from. They're when nerds. <laughs> and she's here for color commentary. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, the Mustang so, girl. The Mustang girl, yes. Hey. <laughs> So when you're designing in SolidWorks, is there a toolkit that you have so that you understand what's going on below the play field? So that you say, okay, well, I've got my flipper assemblies here and I've got this in the way. Or does does that even enter into it at the the onset? No, that's a very good question. The uh, bottom side of the play field is something that I was fortunate enough to work in the factory for a year at Game Plan and to learn you got a flipper on top. you got a huge assembly underneath the plate. Yes, it's got to go yes. somewhere. It's got to go somewhere. Right. And uh, So I appreciate what's on top. And uh, I have to allow for what's on the bottom, too. And in 3D, we have models now 
of flippers. Drop okay. target things. Okay, I see. Dead bumpers. Yeah. And which I just grab them and pull them in. Yeah, so you can see clearances. You can, oh, you yeah. can see... I, well, clearances, I guess, is the best yeah. way to say that, you know, for, no, from, from all exactly around. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, so you can tell where something's not going to work. Yeah. Now, I mean, John, when you think, you know, looking back over your career, I mean, you've had, I mean, just a, a significant number of machines you know, that you've been involved in, and uh, a lot of them have, have been, you know, met with very, very, you know, very, very good, I guess, you know, reception from, from the pinball collector community. What, what is that one time... In, in working on all these games where you, you found that aha moment it's like John Trudeau has come into his own you know was it on was it on Judge Dredd was it on Creature what did you, where, where did you feel like like you had you had hit the mark and then everything else was a power drive after that after Creature went to production before we started Judge Dredd it was uh, okay for me I enjoyed seeing what was happening because it was being received extremely well. Yes, and, and Creature's got a fantastic following today. Huge. The, the uh, games that were being tested, uh, we put them what we called at the bottom of the stairs. And there was the new videos and the new pinballs. Okay. And there was about half a dozen beach. All right. At this place, the people from the factory and the people from engineering in the office would come spend their break time Sometimes they watch this. Okay. When we saw the girls dancing to the music and creature, <laughs> literally, said, there was one playing and they wow. were two dancing. Yeah. And I says, I think we got a hit. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, wouldn't it be sad if this was the pinnacle? Yeah. And it would go downhill. And it would here. go downhill from there. <laughs> well, you bring up an interesting point, John. You had, in your conversation earlier with Python, you were talking a little bit about the artwork and somewhat in a somewhat explicit nature to the artwork mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah that's python's that's, <laughs> that's yeah been. that's that's why <laughs> is there um when you saw when you saw ladies dancing to creature uh -huh. was there a thought well this game you know pin, pinball tends to be a male a male kind of hobby yeah, a male yeah. was there thought that this may appeal to both sexes oh, for sure for sure i mean everybody remembers going to drive it yeah yeah every Girls wanted to go as bad as guys. <laughs> Man, well, it, some of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Understand, understand totally. Understand totally. And, and, and you know, it's it's interesting. Well, creature creature is an interesting creature. Let me just say that, and and, and I'll I'll explain this here here in a second. Last night, right before the show closed, it was right before midnight, John. And we were all playing some games, and one of uh, one of our one of our local friends, pinball friends here, his name's Matt. Um, we we were standing there playing creature creature, uh, you know, right right there as the show ended, and he was playing, and he goes, "Man, this is my favorite game. I love this game. I just love this game. What what do you think makes creature have the appeal that it has? Uh, what 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 was that special sauce that you put into that design? I think it's. It throws people a curveball. Okay. You look at the game. It says creature from the black lagoon. Okay, it's a monster. Yeah. And it's going to be a monster game. And it's not. It's a drive-in game. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And what you guys do at the drive-in, all your experiences at the drive-in. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a creature in there. Y yes. But yeah. But he's in a side almost. Yeah. It's more fun uh, beating up the the peeping tom. <laughs> and then it is watching the movie. 
Man, yeah, it's 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 something just to just to see his response. I was I was like player four, we in a four player game, and he was just, he was just getting very excited. And, and you, you know, he it. said several times, "This is my favorite game of all time." Yeah. And, and, and I'm just sitting there thinking, it's like I'm really glad I saw Matt say this because this is the perfect question to ask John <laughs> when we talk to him tomorrow. It has its magic. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Well, John was nice enough to sign a, an apron for me earlier. That, really? That, Sweet. Well, I don't have a creature, but a good friend of mine does. Uh-huh. And it is his absolute. you haven't paid me yet. No, sir, I have not. <laughs> I have not. We'll, we'll square up. Yeah, okay. yeah we will <laughs> square up. And, and that is his favorite game. He loves the game. But I know there's a lot of talk. We're, we're talking about creature. There's a lot of talk uh, surrounding the actual creature. And I think you mentioned that you still had one of the models that was used to, yes. to cast the creature. No. Oh, you don't. Casting of the creature. Oh, casting of the creature. Yeah. Okay. The original was a kit-bashed version of a Japanese model. Okay. Which had the creature in a different position. Totally. Okay. Okay. And I worked with the sculptor, Jerry Pinsler, who is now departed, uh, to come up with the creature as he exists in the hologram. So he totally re-sculpted his chest area, his arms, and everything else All right. to get it to the position it was. Now that one was done, was made into a mold. I don't know whatever happened to that one, but it was probably pretty ugly looking bits and pieces. Yeah. Now out of the mold, I think we got about a half a dozen good shots. It's a, it's a urethane casting, and one of them went to the black and white stage, which okay. is the way holograms are shot. Yeah. And the green one is the one after we found the hologram was good. That's the one I painted. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I know there's here's the here's the question. Yeah. And um, I did it again. No, 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 no. <laughs> the question is, I know that a lot of folks have have talked about you know replacing it, remaking it. Yep. Tie that back to when you're designing a machine. What's the life expectancy of these machines? You know, down I don't the know. That's the whole thing. I know. mean, what's yeah. so we figure what? Five years on the street, maybe. They say what when yeah. you all designed like back in the heyday uh -huh. when you need these these machines were to go out and they were gonna they were gonna make money. Did you all design them for a life expectancy, or was just the intention we'll have another machine? In I it? think the components themselves were designed for the life expectancy. Jet bumpers. Drop target banks, flippers, the assemblies themselves. So you could go in and do maintenance mm -hmm. like on anything yeah. else. But that th was it. they probably weren't. They probably weren't intended to last 30 years. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, yeah, it's like it's like a garage find when you get those. You know, like the that uh, or the or the GT they found in the garage yes. last week. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. Is it GT40 or something? Yeah, I believe so. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, and those cars are just so rare. It's, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. And it had a prototype shell on it or something. Yeah. Some, something original. Yeah, it was underneath just a bunch of junk. But when you, uh, <laughs> uh, you you mentioned the uh, Pawn Stars earlier, I think before we started, <laughs> yeah. and, and yeah. maybe that relating to the apron or whatever, they had an episode. Of course, it, this is this is a divergent, but it's still related to Mustang. They uh -huh. had an episode where a guy brought in a Shelby, a Cobra, oh, an unbuilt Cobra. He had found it in a storage locker, and it was basically a chassis in a in a body. Now, 
what the truth behind that is, I don't know, because it's a television show, but it was still interesting to see it nonetheless. Well, if so. you can document it, for sure. Well, they documented That was okay. part of But, yeah. like I said, we know we know what we do is real. I'm not sure what they do is real. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hollywood. Yeah. Hello. It may not be in Hollywood, but it's Hollywood. It's, it's, it's Hollywood. Yeah. John, I'm, I'm curious. You know, what do you what do you receive the most input on of all of all the games that, that you've designed uh, and, and been involved with over the years? What, what do people talk to want to talk to you about the most? I mean, is it the Flintstones? Is it Creature? Is it Judge Dread? Is it you know? It's, is it's it the you Williams know, games? It is the Williams games. Yeah, the Williams games. Okay. games. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I had done a, so many games at uh, Premiere. I can't even remember. Yeah. How many I did. But uh, it, it was a uh, like trying to catch lightning in a bottle. It, it was, <laughs> that's was, that's a very yeah, that's good. There was no time. Wow. I was the only designer for a long time. Okay. Okay. So, but well, yeah, the, the Williams games show that I spent more time on. Yes. Did, did you notice John Wood sitting right behind you? What's sitting right? Behind What's you? sitting right behind you? Which game is sitting is right behind? Is it got big claws? No, well, <laughs> that one's not right behind oh, yes. you. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I just kind of over your shoulder. It was, it was running earlier. Was yes, it, it was. Yeah. It was running last night. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that, that would be the uh, Chicago Cup. So yes. yeah, for for everybody who, who doesn't have the benefit of seeing us here right <laughs> well, now, I was so. gonna get there. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, sorry, sure, sorry, sure. sorry about that, dude. Sorry. I mean, we, we make these gaps all the time, man. No, I, I, I just wanted to toss it out there. I was surprised that I, I was able to talk to the uh, management into in doing this. But it was 1985. The Cubs had won their first division in since 1944 uh -huh. in 84. And so they were a hot property, especially in Chicago. Yeah. And I talked them into doing it. Yeah. Now, I think you mentioned earlier that you actually ended up selling quite a few glasses, back yeah, glasses. Yeah, the back glasses were sold separately. That's we wild. framed them and sold them. <laughs> man, yeah. if we could go back in time, Brent, gosh, we'd be sad. Why man. not? Uh, Cub fans are, are dedicated. That so they are. There. That they we are. We had one at Wrigley Field for a while. I, a part of my deal was to go out and check it out and make sure it's running. How about that? It was that? at the Players Lounge. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Hey, now, John, I want to I want to switch this for a second. I want to talk about Congo for a minute, if that's okay. Um, excellent. Um, I have I have I guess kind of bore witness to a lot of collectors that love Congo, and it, it seems like it's it's a latent love for Congo. It's one of those. It's a theme that grabs you after you've played the game. Yes. And but it, but it doesn't really seem to be that popular up front. No. I mean, it, yeah. It, but. I played Congo and I like it. I think it's fun. I would love to have one, but I don't. But I'd still love to have one. What do you think? What do you think makes Congo appeal the way that it does, despite not being extremely, extremely popular? When people play it, okay, they like it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, there you go. Simple, that, simple as that. that simple as that. Went around the design area in, in Williams. Twice, I think maybe. Everybody said, "Nah, nah, pass, pass." No, I don't. Do <laughs> they didn't had, want had it. They even and seen then the movie? finally came around to meet a second or third time, and he said, "You got to do it. We bought it." Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> got to do it. We bought it. Now you got to do something for me. We're going yeah. to California, right? Yeah, you can go. So we took the, the design team out to uh, the set. And got to meet Stan Winston. Uh, okay. Yeah, he ran through with some special effects for us. It was yeah. really cool. And. Uh, it was a 
another great trip to California. <laughs> Who could argue? Yeah, that's true. Can you have a bad trip to California? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe. I was, well, yeah. yeah but. That was the, that was fun. that was always the fun thing. So, yeah. what, what was the stigma about it? I mean, I I don't recall the, it's movie. the movie. I don't yeah, think it was. It's, it's the, the movie. movie. The movie it's wasn't the, that yeah, good because the movie didn't fine. perform all that well. The, the novel was fine. Yeah. The, the movie was just kind of. Mm. Yeah. What, was that known when it was passed around? Was the movie oh, yeah. out? Oh, so the movie so. was out. I think so. Okay. It was a known, no, quanti- no, it was a known quantity at I'm that time. Lying. It was not out. Okay, so Congo- but I think we just didn't want to do it. Okay, I see. So, okay, yeah, I'd have to go back and look. I'd have to look no. it up on on IMDb or whatever no, to see it, the timing. It, it was because we were there and they were still doing their their stunts, uh, working with uh, the armatures that made them into the gray gorillas and stuff. Uh huh. So they were they weren't done shooting. We saw a lot of places okay. where they flooded the uh, parking lot to, to to show where the hippo waiting to attack the boat. But <laughs> How about <laughs> it was, that? It was in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, when, when you when you when you were, I mean, were, were you were you assigned Congo or, yeah. or okay? So when you got the theme, what was your initial take on it? Was it like, oh gosh, four what am I going to do? A four-letter word. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to pull a python. Fair, on fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. No, I, but when you look back on it now, do you? I mean, do you feel do you feel that it was it was kind of a little bit of a blessing in disguise, maybe because. Like I say, I, like, I had a almost, great team to work with. Okay, good, good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bill Grump was my programmer on that one. Uh, oh, God, who did the music? Whoever did the music, and I apologize, I don't remember right now, just did a great Afrikaner theme. And he plays those drums. And it wasn't from the movie, because the movie had a different, totally different little theme song. But he, he composed something new. And when I play that game, I love listening to the music. Thank it's you, just, sir. Appreciate it, it. It brings me to the the mystique of Zin. Yeah. I did it again. No, I don't <laughs> think that's you, John. We've okay. actually got some speakers out in the front. And I think it's just oh, reflecting okay. back. Yeah. But that brings me to magic and the Zin and music. I really feel like I'm trudging through the jungle in that game. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. It, yep. it, it is. It is fun. It is fun. It, it's to me, Congo's the type of game that it, it doesn't. It, doesn't really reach out and grab you, but then after you play it, it's like, yeah, I'd really like to have one of those. Yeah. Yeah. I need that. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I believe there's one in the back of the room. Okay. And I have not had an opportunity to play that title. Not, not, not since it's been here. Yeah, now. so I'm going to have to go back and actually play it. Now, yeah, I, think I know to play, the owner of that one. Do you know the owner yeah. of that one? <laughs> she, she might let you. She might. Maybe that go in there and sign the translate in the morning. There's one in the competition, too. Oh, is there? Yeah, that's that's hers. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. okay. And I have to wait until everything subsides and this is close at midnight. I'm going to be snoring by then. <laughs> i got a sneaking suspicion. Well, I can, so I can we're going to make it here that. at 9 in the morning before everything opens up. Yeah. And she can pull a translate out. And get it oh, that's, yeah, that, that's good. That's good. Yeah, and, and John, let me ask you, as far as... As far as Judge Dredd goes, I mean, was was it this? What's your feelings on Judge Dredd looking back on that now? Because that's that's also a very popular title. I, it, did you? But but the movie didn't do all that well either. So we were uh, offered the movie. Were you? Okay. Yes. Okay. When I, when I said I wanted to do Judge Dredd, they said, "Well, okay, there's a movie coming up." I said, "I don't want to do the movie." Yeah. I'm a comic book collector also. Oh, you are? Uh, oh, I okay. used to be. You used to be, yes. okay, yeah. And I had the, the, the 2000 AD and the, the J. 
Judge Dredd comic books. Okay. And I just love their humor. Yeah. It's just kind of dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I said, that's what I want to do for this game. I said, as much as we are leaning towards the happy, funny stuff in Creature, let's lean a little toward the dark side yeah. of Judge Dredd. Yeah. But still make it humorous. Yeah. But, right. but with an edge. But with, with an edge. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that I've always been curious about, with you doing so much design work, how does your work cross over into the other aspects of, of pinball production? Do you do you just leave it after design, or are you involved all the way through from start to finish? I, I, I've always wondered how how that delineation works. I've, I've been pretty much involved all the way through, make sure everything is uh, operational the way that I see it being done. Okay. And Put, give my blessing to it. Yeah. Once it starts down the production line, I'm not responsible for making sure everybody does their job. I do. I can. Under, I understand that. Yeah. And I understand I'm that. on to something else because on my love well. is in the design. Yeah. So I, I enjoy playing, but 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 the love I love designing. Well, now let me ask you that. So so when you're done, okay, Mustang, Mustang's on the production line. Everything's everything's good with that now. So, do you get to pick your next theme, or is a theme is a theme handed out to you? How, Sometimes. How, how does Stern do that? It works both ways. It does. Yeah. Okay. It works both ways. There's, uh, we can make suggestions anytime we want. They've got an, a nice little pool of uh, licenses that they okay. want to use. Okay. And uh, if something appeals, you know, jump on board. Now, what what types of licenses or what types of Themes appeal to you most. I, I mean, if you could, I, and I'm not asking you what your next Adventure, game is. Sci-fi. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Doing okay. the Mustang was really a change for me. Okay. And I think I picked it up because because of that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like cars. I used to do everything to them back in the '60s. Yeah. We yeah. lived underneath them as much as in them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tearing I, this out and tearing that out. Well, so it, here's a question that I'm not sure you could, because I know that. You, but you get to a point where you just can't give away the secrets you know, of the company store. But is there any thought of getting away from a themed game and going back to a... a There's a thought. <laughs> There's a lot of thoughts of a lot about of thought. that. Yes. I gave it a There's thought. There's yeah. a number of thoughts about that, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. Okay. they got a successful formula right now. Oh, they, yeah, that, they, I can that see that. They do. I can see that. Very good reason not to rock the boat. And, and I mean, I can understand that when you see when you see LEs essentially sell out within a day or two after their after the orders are are, are offered up, I, it makes you know the common man like Brent and I go, what? <laughs> what, what what's not even up? just the LEs, but do, yeah. the whole run, the whole yeah. run, uh, the themes themselves, they're popular. People like them. They they do they do. I mean. When I look at when I look at what Stern does, I mean it's it's um, it's it definitely has appeal. I mean the the art of the production and and everything that you get from the music, the sounds, and, and all that. It's it, it, it has that very uh, I guess finished and polished type of uh, type of appeal to, to it. Yeah. It's a lot to do. Yeah. And the Mustang, you'll enjoy a lot of uh, classic rock and roll from '65 to now. <laughs> from '65 to now. <laughs> Do you get any input into the programming of the game? 
as far as like going over and talking to Lyman and and I know that sounds so so cache. Go, let's just go over and talk to Lyman. It, like that's Brent, exactly like, what happened. See, and that's amazing. Like Brent and I could do that. Not you know, but <laughs> we go over there. You open the door, slam it shut, say. <laughs> What the hell are you doing? <laughs> I mean, are, no, are, are the guys pretty cut down, get to that point? But there are discussions. Yeah. Yes. I mean, are they pretty open and receptive, or do they kind of guard that portion of the game as theirs? Like you guard, like like exactly. you take the design you on your shoulders. You answered your question. That, that's kind of what yeah. I. That's kind of what I thought. But yeah. But if you come in with a good reason, uh huh, a reasonable reason, okay. not just because you want it that way. Yeah. Everybody listens. Every good. everybody listens pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, they have their way. You know, sometimes one somebody wants to do it this way, but if they after they think about it and say, you know what, let's we'll try it that way too. Okay. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, that's that, that's awesome that at least you've got at least you've got some collaboration going back and forth because I mean it's kind of your baby. You know, it's at least it's your baby first. How about that? Right. Yeah. Right. 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 And uh, this way of uh, designing games at Stern is new to me because it's not a dedicated team and we're not you know we're all in eventually pulling in the same direction okay but it was nice to have your own guys yeah you I know, mean it, it, I, like your team interesting I, I, so so back at Williams back at Valley I mean were you were you with the same group of guys all the time no oh you were not no. okay sometimes we would stick together like okay uh, uh, Jeff Johnson did the uh, Three games with me in a row. We did uh, Creature, Judge yep. Dread, and okay. the Flintstones. Okay. Yeah, but we switched off uh, musical guys. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We switched off. Uh, let's see. No, the artist is the same too. I had Kevin O'Connor for all. Of them. Yeah. I really like Kevin's art. Yeah, it, it's. <laughs> You, know, yeah, when, you don't always stay with the same team. Yeah. It, it, it rotates around. And some people, you get tired of working with the same people. It's, and I can try understand something that. else. Yeah, yeah, try something else yeah. and kind of kind of mix it up. Right. So, And if everybody's been there for two or three games. you got to know that they know what they're doing, too. So it's it's not like it's a, a real hardship yeah. changing off. Sometimes it's for the benefit of the product. Okay. And now, here's, here's one thing I've always been kind of curious about is... It, and if, if you don't if if you don't feel comfortable answering this, that's fine. Just say so. Okay. But no. uh, fair enough. <laughs> Next question, we're please. Yeah. We're, okay. we're done. Moving we're done. On. Moving Bye. on. But how how close do do the margins run on pinball machines, John? And how close do they run today versus how close did they run back in you know the Gottlieb, the Williams, the Bally eras? I mean, how how much? How much room is there in pinball to build a profitable company? That's almost comparing apples and oranges. Okay. Uh, we had 8,000 unit runs, one month okay. back in the day. Now if we do 8,000 a year, it's okay. And that's, we still got three units to do. That's amazing to me. Yeah. yeah so. Uh, the profit margin has to be there yeah. in order to make the company healthy. Yeah. And if you're not making a certain percentage over, you know, what the uh, what the costs are, what the costs are, <laughs> yeah. you're going to go out of business. 
Yeah, I, I and mean, there's no incentive to go forward either. Well, and, and see, and that that to me is the teeter totter that pinball seems to live on it's today. A balance. You're right. It's it, a balance. It, it is a balance. And when I look at when I look at the machines that I have, and, and John, I like say, coming into this, I'm fairly I'm fairly new to pinball. I have I have one older machine. I've got two newer Sterns, and. And, and it's everything today. You know, all, everything that's in the new machines just really draws me in. It just really, I walk by and I'm a sucker, man. I'm done. I bought oh, gotta, and I'm gotta, ready to go. Got to get the quarters out. I've you, been you here got, for a while. You got to get them out. And, but but I think about it. It's like man, all these machines are going to home users, going to collectors. The, these LE runs that are sold out just like that. You know where they? Or, well, I'm not going to say you know where they went, but. I'm, I'm thinking safe to say that a lot of them goes instantly in collectors' basements. A few of them may go on location, maybe, but mm. <laughs> yeah, they're not. You know, technically, I guess they're designed to be uh, on location. Yeah. But there's a lot of extra stuff that's put on the LE that may not fare well on location. On location. Okay. These things are actually almost bomb-proof. You know, when they when, when they're designed. Yeah. Yeah, because they have to be. People will sit there and kick them. And, beat them up. And beat them up, literally. Yep. yep. Uh, try to bend the legs and smash the door. And so, if you're going to put your LE out in a location. Be ready. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get... You're gonna reap what you sow. You will reap what you sow. Watching you. Good. Well, John, let me ask you this: How many of your own games do you? How many of the games that you've designed do you own, if none, any? None. None. Aww. Man, we need to take up a we need to take up a donation or no, something, no, no. friend. Yes. I, I went through it. Okay. You know, I mean, uh, I went through hard times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I had to sell my house. I had to do this. I had to do that. Uh, wow. Yeah. No. It was, I was out of work for a year and a half. Okay. After we, I got left to go from Williams, and, stuff. and it was not because I couldn't do the jobs. It couldn't. Is that the people out there looking at me? They couldn't believe what I was doing. I see. Okay. Oh, you do that and that and that. Too. Yeah. It is part of game design. Yeah. Yeah. And even, no matter how many credentials you brought in, it wasn't enough. And that's. I mean, that's that's amazing. What so? I mean, can you kind of can you kind of talk to us a little bit about what you did that rolled you back into Stern? I, I mean, where where did where, I'm, did Stern seek you out? Yes, it, they did. So, uh, can you talk to us a little bit about how how that how that kind of transpired? Because yeah. in, in my mind, once I, once I look at what's going on with Jersey Jack and then this this resurgence in pinball, Stern Stern Jersey Jack, whoever they're going after the the, the 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 top you know the top shelf talent and going and trying to find these guys and pull them back in almost. You know, I, I don't know, almost like the Godfather. Every time I try to get out, I get pulled right back in. You know, so hey, can you kind of talk? Can you kind of talk about how you know how that went? When I was out of pinball, I went through a uh, metamorphosis myself, learning the 3D SolidWorks, and I learned how to survive out there just doing design and engineering work. That wasn't pinball. Okay. And I was comfortable doing it. It was interesting enough. But uh, not a, nothing was as fun as making pinball. Right <laughs> well, I can right. imagine. Right. Yeah. There you go. But I was making a good living wage. Okay. So when I was approached by George uh, to possibly come back into pinball, he knew that I was uh, a viable concern. I could, I could carry my weight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You you brought the credentials and the talent. Right. Yeah. But I was also recommended by the other two designers of the company. Okay. 
So uh, Steve and uh, John McCord both said, yeah, John Trudeau would be a, a good addition to the company. Okay. And I thank the bell for that. Yes, very, very, very much so. That was really nice. Oh, yes, yes. Schmoozing is always good. Yeah. Well, I'm, <laughs> and uh, George and I had lunch, and uh, we agreed on uh, everything a date, to, a date to start. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, how much are you traveling with with uh, how much are you traveling with your job now? Because to me, to me, pinball is like I say, it's it's enjoying this resurgence. Do you see these release parties and things like that? And uh, I have a friend who owns who owns an arcade up in Chicago, uh, Jim Zespi, who owns Logan Ar- who owns Logan Hardware and Logan Arcade. And he had a release party, or he had like an opening party, and some people from Stern were there. Just I think a couple of weeks back, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Steve and Mark were there. I was supposed to go. I couldn't make it. it well, I tell you, if, if you if you find the, the opportunity to go there, Jim's yeah, a great no, guy. It's a great place. It, it is. It's a yeah. great place. But how, how much does pinball move you around right now? Oh, I go about uh, 12, 15 miles one way, <laughs> and then 12, 15 miles the other way. Okay, got it, got it. That's uh, but I that's stop, envious. I will still stop in here and there. I have a nice uh, location by me called GameWorks, and okay. they have everything in there. It's like a Dave and Buster's. Yeah. Uh, they, these guys also carry about a dozen pinball machines. Okay. So that's nice. Uh, Dave and Buster's hasn't had them in years. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. They really should be able to get them in now. Yeah. I guess they're a little higher maintenance item. I'm, I'm sure they are. And, yeah. You know, I mean, Dave and Buster's is all about, you know, ticket and redemption games. And yeah. Oh, they it, got a it, lot of those. Yeah. It just seems like, I, I don't know, they, Dave and Buster's business model has moved past what we're interested in. I was in there with my granddaughter about six months ago. <laughs> yeah. She was probably having the time oh, of her life. look at the tickets, Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet, she was, I bet she was just having a oh, yeah. ball. Oh, yeah. Was, was. It, was that one of the moments where you you could you were saying, well, I could tell you some stories. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Look no, at the no, dimes. No. Look at the quarters. Look at the. <laughs> Uh, but I saw a lot of things that, are, that came out of ICE in, oh, in the yeah. Yeah, location. Yeah. It's amazing what they make, can make money on. That's, that's, oh my God. That's something. A bunch of lights going in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, well, let's throw some quarters at that, it. That brings yeah. me back to a question. Whitney, you mentioned earlier modern pinball machines, all the lights and all yep. the lights like on all the ICE equipment, all the redemption equipment. Is there a lot of resistance met to really kind of? Ch- you talked about formula, changing that formula. I want to, uh, I want to do something different with the LEDs. I want to do something different with the lighting. I want to do, do something, you know, kind of break away from tradition. You know, uh, not that I, can, not that you can, not that I know of. Uh, it's, it's not. There's no resistance to it, other than cost. Bottom, bottom line, exactly cost. So do you do you do you go into a machine design? Here's the here's the theme, and then this is what our cost, our line is, and then you just cannot cross that line. Is that and then no? no. <laughs> but see, that I was that was a, that was that, that, line. that was the long that was <laughs> the long no, Brent. That was the long That's no. That's right. That's, yes. We I design now what I consider LEs. Okay. I always and then I push them to the end. Okay, and, gotcha. Yeah, uh, that's me. Yeah, and I'm okay. I'm happy with it. Like, ask for the ask for the moon. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if I don't ask for the moon, I'm still going to get budgeted. 
<laughs> Do some of the old tricks work? Do you just do you randomly pepper in a few things that you know you want to get removed just well, so sure. you <laughs> <laughs> He knows how to do the it. The secret comes out. Yeah. I don't see. know. That's right. I don't know why there's four drop targets right in front of the flippers, but they're gonna have to go. <laughs> they're there, but they're there. I'll take out the drop yeah. targets. Right? No, oh, how fine. about instead of taking them out, let's just move them up that's here. Yeah. yeah. That's where that's how we do. Yeah, where they belong. <laughs> that's that's exactly right. No, I didn't have a whole lot of uh, arguments on Mustang. Uh, whatever, there were a couple of features that didn't make it in. Yeah, but uh, nothing that changed the game. Okay. And uh, the features that didn't make it on the pro, they're in the premium. So, yeah. do you make that decision what the cut is as as the models change? Well, between? I'm involved with You're it. Involved. Okay. Yeah, there's usually a team of guys sit there and kick it around. Well, we got another 2250 to get out of here. Yeah, that's it. You got to eliminate that. Yeah, you got to cut it down. Yeah. We either take this one out or that one out. Yeah. Well, Whitney, oh, man, I really like that. <laughs> yeah. Whitney, you mentioned uh, uh, working with the programmers earlier. Yeah. I've heard interviews with other designers, and they've mentioned such and such has done my docs, and such and such has did the rule set, yeah. and such and such. Do you not work from that perspective? It sounds like you get involved in it end to end. Well, there's a couple of guys that do the dots and the storyboarding pretty much. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they, but they do it for everybody. So by the time dots the way they are, it lends itself to more than one project. You can do one and you can be finished with one and you can start on another one. Mm-hmm. In the time that it still makes just one. Yeah. It's like half the load. I'm not saying it's easy, but there's not that much. Uh, there's, uh, I don't know what it's, it's time involved. I hate to. It's not easy. Little, it's not easy. No, no, it's it's tedious. It's I, tedious. I, I, yes. I, I, would, I would see that as tedious and exact is yeah, what I see that is. as. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But there again, it comes down to budget. How much you want to spend? How much time you want to spend? On yeah. In the life cycle, the production of the game, the dots can be taken care of right. pretty quickly. Yeah. But when yeah. it comes to the rule set, and does that get mainly dictated by you as the designer? And I have this no, shot, and I want. again, I have to deal with a lot of guys that have uh, ideas. And, okay. Uh, that's fine too. Well, and Brent, you 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 just cued right into the question that I that I kind of wanted to ask was. You've got this design, so do you build the shot map? Do you build the rule set, or and, and you, par- map, you, par- yes. you partially answered this, but but I, I mean, how heavy-handed can you be? It's like, no, this shot has got to be here. No, we have to do this I'm, to get this mode. I, you know, where, where's, yeah, where, where, where's, never, where does that go? I've really never been questioned on my layouts. Oh, oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah, no. They figure I know the geometry. (laughs) (laughs) And once they put it together and and start shooting and go, yeah, that works. That works. Yeah. Yeah. Now, rule sets, that's continuously going through Genesis. Okay. Yeah. And with good reason, because it usually ends up making the game better. Okay. In fact, it always ends up making the game better. Even if we turn to square one. We tried something else, and we decided the first one. Yeah, yeah. Now, John, let me ask you: If there's any game that you've been involved with that you could revisit, would you? And which one would it be? Wow. Mm. And, and I guess maybe the the other way to ask the question is: No, no, it's good. That's a okay. good question. Okay. Uh, I'd like to have a lot more time on the, uh, the 
the, the whole gaggle of the games I did at Premier because there was just no time. Okay. So I'd probably like to revisit every damn one. <laughs> <laughs> so not, not just a game, but, but a, a, a whole generation, I guess a, yeah. a whole conglomeration of games. Yeah. I mean, some came out real good. Yeah, I mean, what, what do you feel that what, what do you feel deserves re, revisiting on those? I mean, because you, you just identified not just a game, but you identified a, 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 a subgenre right. of games. What what systematically what what do they need? Time. Okay. Yeah. Being the only designer for a long period of time, years we're talking, uh, had its effect. Okay. And it's not that I didn't try to be original, but after a while, it almost seems like you're getting vanilla again. Okay. You like ice cream. Yeah. Huh? But vanilla again, please. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, did, I guess in my in my in my you know little mind, it seems to me like the best is brought out in, in a person when they have someone else or a group of people to bounce things off of, to yeah. say yes or no. Yep. And if you're working on it by yourself, really, you just ask the mirror, and the mirror always agrees. That, that, that in my mind, is what I see. <laughs> you're right. It's yeah. good. It could work so, out that way. So, yeah. at Premier, what was, the, what was the gestation period for a game on average? Oh, boy. Okay, average. <laughs> on average, because I'm it, sure, it, yeah. It has to be quick. It has to be short. <laughs> I've heard yeah, you mention that before. about four months. Oh, about my goodness. Months. Wow. And, and today, with today's technology, you're working in nine months, roughly. That's the uh, object. That's, That's the, the object. object. Okay. Yeah, nine months. Okay. Four and, and months. It was nine to twelve. My goodness, man. And so, well, look at the games that came out. Yeah. A year's worth of work on it, and it shows. It was wonderful. Let's let's change this. Let's refine. Let's polish this up a little bit. Yeah. This would be. Hey, what if we did this and now over here? Oh, is that cool, man? It's the way things happen. Yeah. Sometimes, even then, a year down the line, wait, 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 I don't want to quit yet. Yeah. That's the hardest thing, <laughs> when to cut the people off. When, when to cut them off, but yeah. it's like, you Sometimes know, you got to get the product out the door. Well, you know, uh, I'll I tell you what, it, it's like baking a cake, man. You got to call it done at yeah, some point. Yeah, you got to get the big stick out. You, you, you do. It's out the door. It's out the door. <laughs> it's, it's, done, it's done and gone. So, John, I'm looking b back at... At your game list, and yeah. Attila the Hun jumps out. Is yeah. there's a story? <laughs> He's laughing. Yeah. I, 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 there's I mean, something there. Well, well you know, it, it's the whole, it's the theme of Attila the Hun. I, that I was handed my, to me. Okay. Okay. I yeah. never laid a game out before. Okay. And you want to do Attila the Hun? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. 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 Whatever you got, I'll do it. You know, could have been. Uh, you know, Omar the Great. I don't no, know. I don't no. care. Omar the Great. <laughs> yeah, I'll do the game. <laughs> so, now, what was the story, though? That you designed it, but it wasn't produced, and then you, di you discovered? Yeah, I was my uh, my mentor, Ed Sabula, brought me in, and he says, okay, I'm going to let you do one. So, the layout for Attila the Hunt was done, and we were, we brought it to Whitewood. Okay. And we were kicking it around. And then the decision was made to stop the pinball production and the game plan. And with that boo-hoo, I said, okay, so what are we going to do now? <laughs> well, well, we we're going to make, make cars. And That's we had we're this do. little area here that was called the morgue. And we put things that we didn't use anymore in the morgue. And that's where that, that white wood went. Wow. Morgue. Wow. And I said, okay, what do you want me to do now? So I was doing uh, some artwork for, they were doing slot machines at the time. 
and we were doing kit for videos. We were pulling in some of that. So I was doing stencil, line work, and this and that. Then I saw the ad in the trade publication for Gottlieb. We need a game designer, a playfield designer. Get out of town. <laughs> I'm your man. I to do that. I'm your man. <laughs> <laughs> and it's done. Yeah. yeah, I went over there, rickety split. That just that seems so strange to me because the community. It is strange. Well, yes. the community would be relatively small in terms they were of designers. For new. Okay. Oh, okay. They okay. fresh blood. Okay. okay. I see. That makes sense. Yeah. So I went over there, talked to the. Uh, Vice President Gil Pollock. I presented my designs. I had layouts done on paper. And we talked for about a couple hours. And he says, Man, I really like your designs. He says, But I just hired a guy yesterday. He <laughs> says, You know what I'm going to do? I said, I'm going to hire two guys. So I went from the depths <laughs> to the heights. <laughs> All in like about 30 seconds. <laughs> so I'm going to hire two guys. <laughs> so, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 I was going to say, so you were, you were at game plan yes. and mainly testing. And that's where I started. That's where you started. Yeah. It, did, did you just start sketching? Did you decide, well, actually, I want to see I, what I can do? I was talking. Oh, Hold on. Yeah, we got yeah, it. Sweet. So, sorry about Brief that. Brief pause, please. There's something we all Ta-da. needed to hear. I got this, you guys. Don't worry. (laughs) Yes, thank you, thank you. I'm not gonna sing for you. I could, but everyone would just immediately start crying, so I won't do that. (laughs) Okay. Gameplay. Yeah. Uh, We got it. We got it. Attila. From well, we we start with Attila, and then back to testing, and how you said, okay, I'm gonna try to design. Yeah, I took the job for the tester. And I brought in some things, uh, some of my artwork that I had done. I, I used to copy comic book covers and make big, big sheets. But I like to do artwork. So they saw some of these, and uh, the, the head guy down there at Cibola says, How about you want to do artwork on a game? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. <laughs> that, that means you got to move yourself down over here to the engineering department. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's so, fine. You were from the yeah, testing so to engineering. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and I uh, got in there and did uh, some of my sketching at home, some of my sketching at at uh, at the company. I rolled it up, took it home. This one. Yeah, a little, a little closer. We're having mic okay. adjustments. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's me. I, I I move in and out. Oh, we do the same. Thing. We do the same thing. It's, They're it's divas. The they want you to get very it's close the, to it. It takes I, I'm used to yelling. <laughs> yeah, okay. But uh, then after that, I, I did the artwork for Global Warfare. And while I was doing that, I submitted some designs for uh, for playfields. And Ed thought that, yeah, this guy's got some potential. Mm-hmm. So he asked me if I wanted to try and do this full time. I said, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'll do, yeah, it. I'll do that. That's fine. So did you, did you know that... Ten global war- warfares were was it ten were produced? That was the uh, the prototype run. Yeah. That was the prototype run. They were fully expecting to go into a production run, but they pulled the plug on it. Yep. Dollars and, and cents. And we happen Dollars to have and cents. we happen to have one here. Yeah. Yeah, I think this might be the first time I've actually seen one since then. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they just went away. 
Yeah, I mean, a lot of the game plan games are hard to get your hands right. on. They, they, they right. all are. Yeah. Uh, I run into a crawl every once in a while. Okay. Not too often there either, because only 10 of those. Yeah. But I don't think I've seen a global warfare until today. So then. then back to Attila the Hunt. Uh-huh. You shelved that. That went, you said they called it, it the morgue, right. the room? That went in the morgue. That went in the morgue. But apparently and then I left, And I left game plan because I wanted to make pinball machines. And they were getting out of the business. So I says, I have an opportunity to make pinball machines. And I talked with Ed, and he says, well, you know, you always have a job here. I'm going to wish you the best of luck if you're going to go ahead and pursue your dream. He says, I don't blame you. Yeah. And I did. Always right. was a friend with Ed to, to the day he passed. Yeah. And he's just a great guy. And so I had a good time with... Uh, uh, got me at that point. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, it's it's like you're being at the right place at the right time <laughs> several times. Several times, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, wow, I can't believe this actually is happening. Yeah. And I never wanted to be a game designer. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what are you going to do later? Oh, I'll be a game designer. No. No. It's just like, I don't know what I want to be. Yeah. But it just happened. You know? It's like it was a niche that I was meant to fill. Yeah, that, that, that's that's, awesome. that's interesting. I, one, I was looking through your game list as well, as well, John. And one that popped out to me is uh, is Kubert's Quest. And so, what, what what was the story behind that? Was it just the the popularity of the arcade titles? I mean, there, there were there were some arcade arcade machines that did have pinball crossovers and you know, Defender and things like that. So, how how did you build a Kubert pinball machine? What what did you what did you design into that? Yeah, that, that was not an easy thing. Cuber yeah. uh, was a very popular uh, arcade game. Um, I played it. I enjoyed playing it. Oh, oh you did, li you did ran, like ran, it? ran that little guy off the cliff every time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tell you a little anecdote about that game, too, later. Uh, <laughs> that it was originally designed to... So I, the story I was told, I'm talking about the original Cuber now, the, the video game. Right. Uh, it's, you, ever, you ever wonder why he has that nice long nose? Uh, no. You know what? I'm, I'm extremely interested yeah. to find I never, out. Yeah. I never wondered. I just figured it was time, like, The first time through, the game was called Snots and Boogers. Oh. <laughs> and it was a cannon. Oh, it was oh a cannon. Which totally segued itself out of the game. So Cuber... Hubert was called Snots and Boogers? Yeah, that, that was the original title of the game. Wow. Back, did, back did that just day. not work, or was that a <laughs> yeah, that, that was kind of a frowned upon thing. Yeah. It bad. kind of segued. You know, like when Python was talking about that other stuff, it, sometimes it, the management just frowns upon things. Frowns on it, yeah. yeah. So anyhow, Hubert, the, the, the pinball, I was just pretty much asked, to do an homage okay. to the video. Okay. And I'm going, oh boy, this is going to be something different. So let's make the play field different. Yeah. And far be it for me to not work outside that envelope. And when I had a chance to do it and they wanted me to do it, I said, yeah, I got an excuse <laughs> to really screw this up. <laughs> so I just picked it up the, the wildest flipper uh, arrangements I could think of. And it, and it came out. The way it came out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are, are you are you a fan of, of video arcade games? I mean, or did you Some. just 
No, I like playing some videos. Sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was just kind of curious, you know, how, how how that kind of bleeds over, if it does. And Sometimes it does. You know, like fighting games, You, you I, I enjoyed playing Mortal Kombat. Okay. And that was enough. Okay. It's just like me and Pinball, I think. You know, I'm playing my game, I'm playing my game, it's going out the door. Okay, yeah, it's enough. I want to do something else now. Yeah. yeah. It's human nature, I think. I think it is. And yeah. it seems like no matter how much we love something, eventually eventually, you've got to have a break from something, you know, or from that, you know, to, the, uh, to, to some degree to just kind of refresh yourself, yeah. if nothing else. The NBA Jam, I love playing it. I really enjoy playing that one. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a fun game. I he's think it's on fire. Yeah, he's on fire. And, I mean, it's, it seems like it's you know seen a bit of resurgence in popularity as well. You know, it's good game. It, it is. It's it just a good game. It never gets old. I mean, the moves and everything that you do it's on that basketball. is fun. Yeah, right. it, it's it's super hyped basketball right, is right, what it is. Right. Yeah. And once you learn the rules, it's fun to play. Man, now. One thing that I thought was interesting, John, uh, and, and for everybody, uh, for everybody listening, uh, John had a panel discussion earlier in the day, and uh, after after the presentation, we were fortunate enough to get Python Angelo on, and uh, John and Python had a, a, a very insightful conversation. And John Python touched on something that I've often wondered about myself. Uh, when that conversation closed, he talked about finding the next generation of superstars and of talent what does it take to be a good what does it take to be what does an up-and-coming john trudeau or an up-and-coming steve ritchie or an up-and-coming roger sharp or or gomez or or anybody along those lines what does it take to make it today in pinball that's 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 not an easy question to answer. Uh, yeah, I know, I, know it's, somebody, I know it's not. Somebody that wants to do it, and when I got into it, I didn't know I wanted to do it. So it, that's somebody that comes up and wants to do it, I've seen a lot of people that want to do it and can't do it. And I think that's the hardest thing to tell people. You know, I, 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 you I just don't have the knack. I admire your dedication, but you don't have it. Yeah. The, you, gift's not there uh-huh. and it, it's, it's going to be hard I don't know I don't know the answer to that it's, I'd love to see somebody walk out off the street and say hey check these designs out but nobody's <laughs> done that well I was going to say so the there's no youngsters happens, coming in yeah the day that happens is somebody gives enough dedication of themselves to do it on their own and say bring these designs in check this out yeah risk losing it yep because somebody might just steal the name. Yeah, just, just copy it, copy right, and right. take it and go. But that's where you're going to find that guy. Now, do or you, girl. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Exactly. You know, in, in that vein, do you go to a lot of shows and do you or do you have any exposure to some of the the smaller boutique type pinball companies? Yeah, I played most of them. Uh, played. The, yeah. <laughs> all the, no, the, the games that, that have showed up at the different shows. Okay. A lot of them show up at Pinball Expo in Chicago. Okay. Uh, so I know. I, the Predator, I wanted to get on it, but it's already shut down. Aww. But uh, there's a, I have a good friend, John Papadou, who's another designer from Williams, yep. who's got his own little company going. I can't wait to get his stuff, uh, to see his stuff finished. Yeah. And he said, he says it's getting close. He says he's, he's tweaking. So I'm, I'm anxious to, to see what he's got. Early on, before I was with Williams, I mean, I mean Stern, I was helping him out. Okay. Uh, yeah, doing a little bit of solid work for him. Okay. 
just to help out. You know, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And so I have an interest in, in just keeping the uh, the hobby going. Yeah. Just to just keep just keeping it going and keeping it. Moving. That's why I came here. So yeah. I, I'm going to show my ignorance here. I didn't realize that uh, John Papaduke had. Is it a company or is it something he's just doing right now on his own developing ideas yes. that will eventually, hopefully, go yeah. to a production yeah. situation? Uh, yeah, he's got himself a nice little facility. Okay. Uh, he's working up some prototypes, and he could probably see some limited production, maybe, you know, 25, 50 games. Man. Okay. They would be uh, maybe prohibitively expensive for most people, but Yeah. some people will buy them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, well, and I, I think that's proven time and time again. Uh, pinball, the pinball loyal have no problems with with the money because it's something that, that speaks to them that and much. They, he's trying to reach that market. Yeah, yeah. Now, can you speak to the types of designs he's doing? Is he doing a unique design, or is he doing theme designs, or I don't know. Uh, that I wouldn't feel comfortable. About, okay, uh, that's fair enough. About fair enough. Yeah, yeah, that's enough. fair enough. I mean, yeah. that's his stuff. Yeah, I respect him. Yeah. Now, one thing, one thing I'm curious about: if who would you want to work with again that, that you haven't had the opportunity to work with in, let's say, the past 15 or 20 years? What, what what's one of those standout people that you, you'd say, I want you back? Well, when you said 15 years, that's about all, about as long as I've been out of football. Yeah. So that would put me back at Williams. Uh, I don't know. Again. There were so many talented individuals, yeah. and we made so many different games differently. Yeah, that they all seem to work when you get the uh, dedication. You know, to, to finish that job, to make it the best you can. Yeah, you get a theme like Congo that nobody wanted. <laughs> Seriously, we yeah, had, we had guys that sat there and worked and worked and worked, recomposed songs and redid uh, uh, routines. The scoring's not right. The, the light shows are terrible. Uh, <laughs> that's got to be tough to have your work refactored so many times like that. But they did it because everybody looking. How do you think? What do you think it is? And we all look at it sometimes and go, you know. And you can't see my facial expression on radio, yeah. but yeah. it's like a, it, it's, it's, it's the shake of the head. <laughs> it, 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 it tells it all. Yeah. Meh. All right. All right. Yeah. I'll go try it. Back to the drawing and, board. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. And, 99 times out of 100, it came back 100% better. Okay. So yeah. when, when you walked into Stern and you started on, on a new game, what was the learning curve like? 15 years of technology, that's that's forever. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're jumping right into almost unlimited sound calls. And the fact that I had learned SolidWorks while I was out jumped me right in. Right so, in. So, okay. so that was the bridge that helped you. Technology yeah. wise, so right? you, I, feel, I, can, I feel comfortable designing just about anything. Yeah. And because I had the experience outside of pinball, designing other things, yeah. Yeah, that uh, when I got back into pinball, it was easy. And I had not been out of pinball per se designing in 3D. I did three other games. I worked for ICE for a short time and we we're planning on doing a pinball machine there. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be Caddyshack. Yep. I had a, a finished 3D model. I worked with Fox Sports. They wanted me to design a pinball machine for their uh, promo on okay. television, okay. which they used. They did. They did yeah, use 2006 in Detroit. The 
like the Major League All-Star game. Okay. There's a, you okay. can still find it. The, the little guys are jumping up out of the drop targets and stuff. <laughs> the ball's all over the play field. Wow. The, the guy hits the, the home run through the glass into the back glass, you yeah. know, in, right into uh, Tiger Stadium or what it is now. I'm not sure what it is, but it was in Detroit. It was a great little ad. I actually got paid for that. It was wonderful. That's good. That's good. <laughs> and yeah. then I did uh, the game that I'm working with still on, uh, kind of on the side with the, the guys in uh, in the UK, uh, Forbidden Planet. It's a tribute to the classic sci-fi movie. So I had known how to make pinball machines in 3D. Yeah. So you were still caught up on, you know, I'm thinking of even the technology within the game. You know, you've got for for. Compared to the older days, you have an almost limitless storage for whatever you want the game to do in terms of programs, and you don't, it doesn't seem like you were as constrained. But I think what you're telling me is, is you kept designing all along. And yeah, you, that's you you're, with you're exactly it. That makes right. sense. Yeah. Yeah. You're exactly right. I did keep designing. Yeah, I always kept my my fingers in it and any place I could. I went to shows like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I wasn't doing it, but I was still attending the show to see what's going on playing the game a little here and there. Yeah. Well, let me ask you about Caddyshack. Yeah. That um, would have been fun. Oh, I think it would have <laughs> been fun as well. Very much so. From, from what I understand about the movie, it was a little bit of a surprise that it did as well as that it, it, it turned yeah, out. Was the it movie in the box itself. office? Excuse me? The movie itself? Yes. The movie itself. Uh, I don't know. Anything with Bill Murray is usually oh, pretty yeah. good. <laughs> so, <laughs> were you... Were you going? Was this game going to come out with the movie, oh, or no. was this something well that was after, after the? Well, well after. after. Okay. Fact. That was uh, two thousand. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. way off then. Okay. Uh, two, maybe, maybe three, somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah, well after the fact. But I, I but we people had, still know it. Mr. Murray was very uh, much uh, interested. He wanted to get in there, do the voice for us. Yeah, and people people still know it. It's got a classic cult oh, following. I mean, yeah. I think it would have been a great. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody worried about me. Who was that? Is that Billy Ocean that did no, that? No, it's no, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins, man. He, I have seen he interviews with him, yeah, and he I love that song. <laughs> he loves it because he sells the Gophers. Yes, he loves it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Now, John, let me ask you this. I just you know again revisiting your game list, and one thing that I have always wondered about is. How do you do sports-themed pinball machines? How do you translate? Uh, how do you translate a sport into a pinball machine and, and make it compelling? Uh, the last part, you, what you just said, is, is the tough part. Well, and I'm just thinking. You know, the I'm rules looking, are already set. Yeah, and see, and I'm looking at touchdown, and then it's like, okay. What are you going to do? You're what are you going to What are you going to do? How do you look? What's on that game? Yeah. Two spinners. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, to me, it's it's almost like playing. I, I, to me, in my mind, it's almost like playing. Um, I don't know, um, air hockey or something. It's, it's, it's pretty simple. Yeah, that yeah. game is was made that way because it just. What do you want to do? You want to move the ball forward, Ex right? Exactly. Hit exactly. those spinners, cremate them, and ball go up the play field. Yeah. I don't remember if there wasn't there wasn't any secondary scoring in it, but that was. That would have lent itself really easy to touchdowns and stuff. Yeah. You know, if we go back and revisit the game again, like you were talking. Yeah. That could be one to easily revisit it. But that, from what I read, is still a popular game. People like playing things. Well, it's got good reviews. It, it does. Yeah. And, and, and from a star rating, it, it does it, it does list very well. But 
you know, I see other games like World Cup Soccer and, and things like that, and, and you know, no, nothing against any sports-themed games. I'm just left to ask myself, where, where's the... Where's the hook? I don't. I don't understand the hook on those. And to me, uh, knowing, knowing nothing about pinball design, that sports-themed games would be the absolute hardest games for me to do. The hook is you know the rules. Okay. Well, that's fair. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Baseball game. Yep. Three outs, three strikes, four balls. Okay. I get a hit. I get an error. I mean that. There's just so much stuff. Yeah, but and but, everybody knows the rules. Where's the rule at? Where's yeah, this, you know. Yeah, but steal. What? Not gonna steal a base. I, I got it. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But, but you know, you do know you the find rule. that to be confining though? It, it's because baseball can only. There's only so many permutations of actions within baseball. Some some have. Yeah, yeah. Some are. The, you know, you've got the home run. You've, you've got the things that have the big payoff. But then you know, bunt. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. I got to factor a bunt into this. If you, know, you can yes. factor a bunt into a pinball machine, <laughs> baseball game. Yeah. That would be very cool. You've done something. No, cool. I mean, there's a, necess- a necessity. Yeah. Are the guys in first? I yes. got nobody out, and it's late in the game. I want to push that run over. I yeah. mean, it, then you're really playing baseball, and that's baseball rules. Yeah. And yeah, well, what what the shot is for the bunt. Maybe press the special button I, and up, up, I don't know drop target in front of the flippers. Yeah, <laughs> for, for me the way that I play, it's it's as every other shot is for Whitney, straight down the middle. <laughs> That's how it turns I, out. Uh, John, I think we may have a budding a budding designer here. He can figure out how to do bunt on a. Or John's All got an idea. Or here. John's got an idea that you yeah. Know, later down the road, if we see design where a drop target or a yeah. stationary target pops up right. Yeah. It says bunt. It, it says bunt. bunt. It's yeah. not a sports game, but I don't know what bunt yeah, means. I mean, that's that's the way, John, that's the way you can remember me. I'll give you the napkin you design for the go. bunt. How about that? Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. Give me a royalty. There, there you go. He's got yeah, there, there you say go. how much, but I'll give it. <laughs> as soon as I get the money from this guy. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's the phrase that pays, you know. That's exactly right. Well, man, John, I'll tell you what. We have uh, certainly enjoyed your time here tonight. And we really, really, really do appreciate you taking the time to sit in. I, I mean, this is a, this has been great for us, and oh, I, I, I hope you've had a good time as well. well I mean, we didn't have too much dead air, right? No, no I think no, we did. No, 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 I, I hear that's fine. bad. No, radio. no, no, no. no. Brent, 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 and I, Christy, Christy fills the gaps for us. We just keep it rolling. Sorry, guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't too gapping too much tonight. No. So we're doing so a good job. We're, okay, we're doing right? all right. Yeah, yeah, we we are we're doing fine. We're doing fine. But yeah, John, we don't want to run you too, you know, too excessively long or anything like that. And I know we've, you know, we've <laughs> we've capitalized a fair a fair amount of your time and everything. So well, what do we do? 15, 20 minutes? Huh? Uh, close, plus yeah. or minus an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 plus or minus an hour. Yeah, yeah. I was I was looking at the timer and it's like, well, we can we can ask another eight questions, but but we would keep you here another hour and a half, and I, I just that just doesn't seem fair. It's you know? <laughs> just blossom doesn't it it just it just goes yeah it just goes now what i'd like to do is, is just a round table brent i i want to ask one more question you want to ask one more question christy you you asked the riveting question so you, so you got a couple minutes to think it up okay so <laughs> i've already no, i have one it's okay. not real technical that, that's that's okay that's okay so so my question my question is this john what is it going to take for pinball to survive the next 30 years what what is what what, what is the what's the secret ingredient that keeps it viable for the next 30 years you can we think need about new it blood in the in the design end of it we okay fresh blood fresh blood okay i mean 
I'm 66. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a spring chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve's in his 60s. Yep. I mean, we need somebody that's like in his 30s or something. Yeah. There start, just start, come in. Just do, do, do an earth shaker. Take, take the bat yeah, and just start, exactly. just start swinging. Everybody that was at the height, at the peak at Willie, we all put 15 years on. Yeah. That's... And... <laughs> We're still doing it. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing that that's the thing that grabs me. It, it, it's like the, the the resurgence today, mm-hmm. in my mind, owes itself to the fact that the talent that made pinball what it is is still available. Well, and can still do the job. Yes, and the fact that the games we made in the '90s are still there. Yeah, the people are still playing them. Yeah, yeah. That, that's my question. They, they were they were great games. <laughs> I have to admit, I enjoyed playing those games. I'm animated, Brent. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for those that can't see, Whitney keeps hitting the table. Yeah. And everything sh- keeps shaking. The mics yeah. keep rolling around. I, I mean, I, I talk with my hands, man. I can't help it. I Where's mean, I'm just all over the place. Where's that little slider We'll slow him down If, if John bit. gets that out, I'm, I'm walking the other direction <laughs> for sure. So, Now, that was my question, and I, and I appreciate that because – I think about that when I play my own games, and it's like, where where's the magic going to be ten years from now? And it does somewhat bother me because I would like to still be playing new pinball ten years from now. Oh, me too. I'd like to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we <laughs> ten all years would. From now. Exactly, exactly. No, no, I appreciate that. Thank you. So here's my question, John. If if you kind of even look around the room in front of you, you can you can make out the genres of machines. From EMs to early solid states to later solid states, the DMD class of machine. So you've got strata of technology making leaps ahead. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't want to take anything away from any of the modern machines. You know, so that's, mm-hmm. I'm going to hedge the question with, you, you look at a modern machine like the ACDC over to the left, they've used LEDs, but you're, you're basically still DMD type machine, obviously better technology in the back box so you got better sound systems and all that but what's that next big leap you know what's what do you think is going to be the next big thing that's going to create a class of machine i think that that question has been asked continuously through the genesis of pinball what's the next big thing what's the next thing you, you try you got the donation rolling in but you actually never know what the next big thing is until all of a sudden it happened it already. Hit you. Right. It's already happened. You, somebody did something that wasn't intended to be the next big thing, and it was. That's amazing stuff. I mean, but it was baby steps. Uh, alphanumeric display. Yeah, even Salton State, alphanumeric. Then all of a sudden we're going to the dot matrix. Baby steps. And now it's a nice uh, LCD display back there. Yeah. The problem I have with the LCD is it's not really a problem. It's just, it takes so much more work to use that display. Uh, uh, What's the word I want to say? Uh, To use it right, to to put it to good use. It's it's a a potential that's just fantastic. Yeah. So do you see uh, incorporating that into into the game? I mean, when I look at the LCD in the head of the game, I'm not... I'm not looking at it because exactly. I'm playing the yeah, game. That, yeah, you know, the display. And we were just talking about that DMD today. Uh, everybody loves playing the game. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's everybody okay. loves we're, playing the game. 
but they don't really see the DMD. They don't see the LCD. What happens is that's advertising. That's the guy standing next to you watching you play the game, yeah. laughing at the thing that's going on on the DMD or the LCD. And then the guy's going, what, 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 watch when what I do I this. Do? Yeah, what I yeah, do. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know what's coming, and then the, the, the second player comes up, and he does the same thing. And then the first guy goes, oh, that was crap, holy <laughs> mackerel. But that's it. We don't know what the next big thing's going to be. Yeah. yeah. Until probably it's already done. Just keeping up, I guess, with the, uh, the Joneses, huh? So the next big thing, you will know it when you know it. Basically, yeah, pretty much. I guess. It will sense. already have happened. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I think as long as we can keep the game new, uh, piece at a time. Yeah. And all of a sudden we're going to see a game now, a game 10 years from now, and how much it's uh, evolved. That's fair. That's fair. Miss Christy? Yeah, Christy. Oh, you're up. Everybody button up your jackets. Get ready for this. Give me that band. I have a very selfish question. Can you teach me how to draw? Because I can't really do it too much. Hey, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll take it. I'll take it. It's fine. I can't. I mean, I can't teach anybody how to draw. Okay. It's just... You something that was boring. Well, I can watch you draw I or something at least. I used to win the penmanship contest in uh, our Catholic school over the girls. <laughs> <laughs> I had the best script. Cursive, cursive, cursive handwriting. Yeah. 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 Wow. So the girls yeah. hated me. <laughs> <laughs> They're just jealous. Yes, they were. Well, I mean, Christy, if you, if you and stick. the girls all had beautiful penmanship. Yeah. But my mother and my father both had beautiful penmanship. Don't look at my penmanship. <laughs> No, it's, it's hereditary. That's what it is. I would love to be able to teach you to draw, but it's not just something you got or you don't have. Yeah. Right. It's like the pinball designer. You got it or you don't have it. You got it or you don't. Yeah. Well, John, thank you for your time. And uh, like I say, we, we appreciate you sitting in and talking with us. Glad and to do it. I, I enjoyed my stay here. Yeah, it's been it's been really enlightening. I, you know, We've been able to get a lot of good questions asked <laughs> and, and, and get, get good, solid answers for them. And, I, th I think it, it changes how we look at how we look at pinball, and, and it it certainly changes how I approach the games. And thinking back about what it takes to get you know what it took to get the game there, because a lot of us now you know we thank the collectors for keeping them alive, but you don't really think about all the things that went behind it even 15, 20 years ago or today. Yeah, I, it's it's great to have those collectors. I don't think they realized what they were doing either, keeping it alive. They, they were just doing it because they loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. maybe that was the next big thing. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe it they is. kept it alive. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, that's, maybe this should be dead. Yeah. We shouldn't be here today. <laughs> well, well, I'm, if I'm, I'm dead, glad we are. If I'm dead, I'm having fun. I should be playing a gig in Chicago <laughs> yes. someplace. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Man, John, thank you so You're much. You're welcome. You're yeah, welcome. thank you so much. Glad I had a good time here. Hey, well, good deal. Good deal. All right. Love Louisville. Hey, yeah. Louisville, loves, Louisville loves you, man. Thank <laughs> okay. you. Thank bye -bye. you. All right. Bye-bye, sir. Awesome. Christy, how about that? I'm excited right yeah. now. Yeah, does I really it, does am. It kinda amazing. Get, yeah, does it get you kind of amped up? I mean, do you want to go play some pinball right now or what? I want to try to learn how to draw right now. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm starting right now with the pen, pencil, 
Yeah. On the paper, on doing the my paper. stick figures. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting out. You're, you're, you're going to start <laughs> out that way? Yes. Okay, fair, fair enough, fair enough. So, Chrissy, let me ask you this. What uh, What's your take on the expo tonight? I mean, how, oh how's, how's it planned out? Or how's it played out, right? I think it's amazing. I mean, yesterday was amazing as well. But uh -huh. I walked in today, and I was floored. Like, I spent a good half an hour when I got here early because yep. I wanted to walk around and play things. There was not one open machine. Yep. There was at least one person, sometimes up to six or seven, waiting in line to go yeah. and play with these games. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's been... It's been on and it's been on strong. I mean, the games have continued to roll in. You know, we had the seminar, oh, yeah. we had the seminars today and everything like that. It's, it, I mean, it's been almost like its own little city running oh, inside here. Oh, it's packed, yeah. absolutely packed. There, I couldn't even walk through. I was having to, like measle through, like I was at a concert. It was crazy. I had to like stop and wait for people to go. It's, yeah. it's amazing in yeah. here. It truly is. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 really done well. I think uh, you know it, it's a shame. You know that the, sh that the show is going to be over tomorrow, though, because it, it, it seems like it should be able to just go on, you know, just kind of go on and go on because uh, there, there's there's certainly the crowd here to support it. Oh there's yeah. There's certainly the interest level, you know, for for no, uh, there's no shortage of that. Oh I, no. You know, it seems almost like this could be done every quarter instead of every exactly. year. Exactly. You know? And I love that the costumes are here again today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they've had. Like a kid's costume contest, and you know a lot of uh, you know like a lot of DJ events going on, and, and things like that. So it's been you know it, it's been good. It's it's been really oh, good. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, I'm happy. Yeah, very, very much <laughs> I'm excited so. very much to be so. here. I really am. Yeah. So so let me ask you, what did you what did you think about getting to talk to John Trudeau? I mean that that was that was from 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 the pinball perspective of everything that was pretty huge. I, I mean to to get to his time, and he's a very accommodating gentleman. There's no doubt mm -hmm. about it. Uh, he was very gracious to sit down and talk with us, oh, yes. but 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 for but you know, Chris, you're 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 very young. You're you're a yes. generation, several. You know, you're a couple generations removed. Right. What, what 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 did you take away from from his conversation? I just wanted to listen to him talk. Very smooth. Like huh? you can very, very much tell that he is very knowledgeable, and he is the go-to guy for things like this. I just I don't I felt like we didn't have enough time. I want to listen to you forever like <laughs> I can't get enough well th that was one of the things that I struggled with you know while, while we were while we were talking to John is it, it, and, and there have been people and, and to give everybody here listening kind of uh, you know a, a little bit of background here or just kind of some insight while we have been doing this this live broadcast there have been people lining up around us waiting to get access to John waiting for him oh, to, yeah. waiting for him to hop up off the mic so that they could uh, so that they could talk to him and you know look look at this right now yeah, we've right got now. we've got one two three four five six we've got six people waiting in line in line in line John signing translates and everything like that having and his people, picture taken people are taking pictures shaking hands what's up We're in Matt? the background yeah, hey. Matt's over <laughs> taking pictures and everything Autographs. like that and I bet I bet that's probably a creature translate that he's getting done because that was it's Matt amazing. yesterday that was like this is my favorite game you know <laughs> he was he was just so excited so. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I, I, yeah, so yeah, he's getting to shake his hand. That's awesome. Oh yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's really worked itself it's out. It's very exciting. Yeah, it's really worked itself out. Have you gotten to play anything today? I've played a few things. I my goal was to come here super early okay. and walk around and play things, but then every single game was like had a waiting line. I was like, okay, my goal was like to find one that was open and just go for it. And so I, I got a few here and there. I think yeah. I believe I played Battlezone, and that was really super awesome. I felt like I was 
like in the military except for I was super short so I was like on my tiptoes looking <laughs> through the thing <laughs> I don't think it's like that in real life <laughs> uh, no yeah I, probably I not I don't think so probably yeah. not I died a couple times too, so yeah. don't sign me up anytime no, soon. No, that's okay. I mean, so you know, looking through here, I mean, what's your what's your favorite what's your favorite game here? Oh, that is an impossible question. I feel like I'm not worthy to state my opinion of my favorite game because I haven't played all of them. I feel like I'd have to go through every single game and play it. But I have to say, I feel like this is a super superficial answer, but. <laughs> Actually, it was one of the new ones, and I feel absolutely horrible for saying that. But the Tron game, there's a Tron game here, and it's very flashy. Tron, Tron Pinball or, or Tron Arcade? A pinball. Okay, gotcha. Yes. 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 And that one has like the you know the, the lighted you know the lighted ramps on it yes, and everything like that. That, that is that my one, favorite part. That one is really tricked out. It's beautiful. It, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and for everybody listening, it's yeah. it's, it's a pro. It's a, it's a pro. Uh, it, it's a pro that has the uh, the Eli Kurt the Eli Kurtz light uh, lighted ramp mod done to it, yes. and it looks beautiful to see that out in play. It mm -hmm. is it is beautiful and it has had a line on that game oh, like yeah. eight or nine people deep for the entire game. I have even played it. I'm purely saying that's my favorite because I am a fan of the movie and I'm a fan of movie in, ge in general also. And so for me, looking at the ramps that are lit up, I was just like, oh, that's just like a light cycle. That's yeah. just like the disc that they throw. I love that they like incorporated that into the pinball and I just kind of geeked out about it for a second superficially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's like say it's had a lot of, it's had a lot of people play. Did you get to play the Wizard of Oz by any chance? Have you no, tried that? I saw it, but again, it was like ten people deep, and I was yeah. like, oh, I gotta go. Yeah, yeah, it's I don't know how long I don't know how long it's gonna stay because right. it, because it hopped it came it, it got here late or later I guess right and uh, and it's right at the very right right at the very I guess opening of the show floor, and you can tell. The, the way that it's been arranged in in the games that, in the games that, that are around it, yeah, you want to hop on? You want to hop on? Oh, we're trying to drag people in from yeah. the crowd. Oh yeah, we pull more people in. <laughs> we, they just don't we, know we what they're somebody. getting into when they walk past our little booth. <laughs> we will rope you in. <laughs> we will Come rope and talk you to in. us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to hop on? You can talk to us. What's that? You can talk to the internet. Oh, oh. Do, do you want to hop on the show? Oh, hey, just just put that set of headphones yeah, on. Yeah, grab those headphones on. Put them on your little ears. Look like a rock star. Talk to us. Talk to us. Hello. All right. So, so can, can you hear us okay now? Okay. Yeah. It's her mic. Yeah. Scoot, scoot up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Her mic's okay. on. Yeah. Just scoot up Ooh, a little we're bit. We're ready further. for you, girlfriend. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I think you're gonna have to come a little bit closer, Phoebe. You've got to really get close yeah, and personal gotta, with the mic. I mean, you've got to like come like right up to the Pretty screen. Pretty much, when your nose is almost yeah. touching it, then you're cool. <laughs> yeah, you, you've got you got to talk a little bit louder. Okay. Hey, we're, I, I don't think I don't think we're getting you quite. Hang on here. For we're one adjusting second. the mics. Yeah. Can't get good help around here. I'm just saying these guys. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. They're totally great. Okay, Phoebe, try that. It's it's a little oh. bit better, it, but but the, the sound, it's it's still just too low. And I know it's not been I know it's not been adjusted since since John was here mm -hmm. because he was he was just he was talking into it just thundering good. No, 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 we're not. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> 
You didn't break it, I promise. No, no, you didn't break it at all. You didn't break it at all. Technicalities, technicalities. <laughs> it's, what it is, it's what it always is, is a technicality. Well, that's all right. That's 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 okay. But for everybody here, it was it was it's Phoebe Smith, and we were hoping to, hoping to get her on the show and just talk with her a little bit and find out how how she likes the expo. Yeah. She's saying something. I know that she is. Yeah, it, it's, it's <laughs> I'm trying to read her lips, but I can't see them. <laughs> Oh, it's a great show, it's a great time, is what she said. Oh, and she's been here for the last three years. And it's growing. Ooh. See, we got this. I can be her translator. Translation, I got you. I can't translate into other languages, though. I'm not that skilled. <laughs> yeah, I can only translate English okay, to here, English. Hold on. I'm here, hold on. Yep. Okay, Brent has arrived. I have arrived. I'm dun, 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 dun. Everybody <laughs> run away now. Okay, okay, okay sorry, try again, Phoebe. Is that better? Yo, it's uh, a thousand oh, times hello. better. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you to repeat what you just said. So how, how do you like the expo? <laughs> no, How's it working? Phoebe, out? I'm going to jump up and I'm going to swing that around for you so it's more comfortable. Okay? Get a little, okay. So you don't have to lean into we it. We are I'll still readjusting the mic so that she doesn't have to lean her entire body over the table to talk into the mic. <laughs> because we're kind of courteous like that, only occasionally. Only for the really special people, so don't get your hopes up. No, I'm just okay. Expo, it's a great time. Yeah. Um, this is a great show. Uh, we've been coming for the last three years, and awesome. it's growing. It, it is. It is growing. Yeah. Now, Truly. Now, Phoebe, you're you're very good to the expo for the titles that you bring, and I've, I think I've made a mention of this. You you have a barcon, you have a jazz pinball. They. They make an appearance. My my daughter over here just loves to play the jazz pinball. She's played it this year. She played it last year. She she just has the best time with it. Um, it, it I mean, how? I mean, do you cart a lot of your games around to a lot of shows? I mean, is is moving a Varcon and moving a jazz pinball? I mean, is that pretty much just nor, normal all in the day for you? To me, that's that's like precious cargo. Moving those around, I would be kind of scared. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we pretty much only go to this show. Um, the Ohio show, which was last weekend, and then Pinball Expo in Chicago okay. in October. Okay. Um, if there was other shows closer, we'd probably go. Okay. I, I see. I see. So, you know, what's uh, what's been the big thing that's that stood out for you this year? You know, it, you know, naturally that yes, the, the floor plan has changed. Yes, the, the games, have, you know, the, the number of games have gone up. But you know, what, what's been the big hook that you'll remember about this year's expo? Oh man, it's just grown. Yeah so much. I mean, even it's like you can't hardly walk. Yeah. Exactly. It's like a concert, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh it, it really is. Well, Phoebe, we, 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 <laughs> we talked a lot last night. Phoebe, if you need to turn your headphones up or down, just let me know. Yeah. We talked a lot last night about how many games just came rolling in in the course of the day, you know, Friday. I mean, it, it's almost like a third, a third of the games that are here came in last night. It's just yeah. grown and grown and grown. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jeremy was scrambling last night trying to find power for all of them. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I can imagine that's that's a task because he's got to accommodate that no matter how many he planned on, on accommodating. You know, and that's that's the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's a task. Hey, now let me ask you this. Can you talk a little bit about your Metallica? Because that is, that's, 
a pretty amazing game. So, what, what all? What did you? What What did you start with, and, and what did you do to get it to the point that it is right now? Um, I got the. It was my husband's birthday present. Okay. Lucky, I wanted, lucky I, guy. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yes. Picked a winner. I wanted an ACDC and he wanted Metallica. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he got the Metallica. I still haven't got my ACDC, but I'm working on it. Oh, we need to get on him. So, so, so what ACDC are you after? Are you going to get a Lucy or oh, what? Oh, yeah, I want a Lucy. You do want a Lucy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we, I got him the uh, road case. I was supposed to be getting the LE. Okay. But when the numbers got cut, they had an issue with having too many LEs sold and numbers got cut so he didn't get his LE so I got him a premium road case yeah and then after I got it he was like well I'm kind of glad I didn't get the LE because he wanted me to do all the custom stuff on it and yeah he was like, I feel really bad doing that to an LE <laughs> <laughs> well I mean it is tricked out there is there's no doubt about it I mean it it looks like it has your touch to it you know and that's and that's a compliment for sure because I walked over and I looked at it and it's just like, wow! This, I mean, it's large and in charge. Have we got a picture of it yet? And put it up on no, uh, but on Facebook I, and I will. I, I will. And you know, I, I'll probably try to grab it in the light, is so so that maybe at the very end of the night, I'll, Phoebe, if you see me over there, I just want to get a stalk. picture. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, not trying to steal it. Yeah, I'm not going to steal it or stalk wing, your wing. machine. Yeah, stalk no, your machine or anything like that. Yeah, I custom painted the side rails, the yeah. legs, the coin oh. door, the hinges. Uh, put new team molding. I got the Monsters Premium Translite. Okay. Um, and then I painted uh, Sparky, the hammer, yep. the snake. Um, changed out some of the LEDs. And the things that I painted, I painted with some black light sensitive paint. Okay. And it has black light flashers so you when you get the multi balls, your flashers go off. It yeah. looks like he's getting electrocuted. <laughs> It's uh, it, it's impressive. How about the how about the topper and in the and uh, you know, in, in, in in the display in it? It, it? That's the thing that really stood out to me. Is that the factory display that's in that game? No, Can it's a think? it's a color DMD. It is a color DMD. Yeah, it's a Sigma, the Sigma color DMD. Okay. So and I'm not up with the color DMDs. Uh, per se, so they've already produced a color. D they're, they're specific to the game, correct? Well, this one is the Sigma. It's not the game specific. Okay. The Sigma you can only do in one color. Okay. And then they have the three. They have three choices. They have uh, <laughs> Randy will get me for this. <laughs> <laughs> the three things I get mixed up on the first two. One of them is like more muted together. It doesn't have any. You can't see any dots at all. Okay. And all then right. the middle one, which is what I have that set on, I believe is called scan lines. And so it has a little like a little touch of dots. And then where you can set it on. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. No, you're or you fine. can set it on dots. Yeah. Okay. So it looks like a regular display. Yeah. But it's just in a different color. Oh, but you can okay. only do the Sigma in single color. Okay. I, I see. Right. Yeah, Brent, the one thing that, that jumped out to me about that is it almost looks like it is L C D rather than a dot matrix display. The, how how smooth the fonts are and everything like that. It's beautiful. It's like everything's kerned real nice. Why don't we have to look yeah, at those Yeah, displays. you, you owe it to yourself to look at it. Yeah. So um, I also have one in the Congo that's up in the tournament. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Uh, now, now, Phoebe, let me ask you, not being a man of extreme means or anything, what would one of those set you back? The base game. Yeah. I I believe they're running about 65. Okay. Um, and then the custom stuff, I don't even have any idea. Don't even have any idea, <laughs> yeah. 
There's a lot. Uh, that's yeah. a lot of labor of love. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my husband, uh, he made the coffins for the topper. Okay. Um, I got the skulls from uh, Matt at Back Alley Creations. Yep. And then I painted them. Okay. And did the, you know, stuff to them. And then my husband made the coffins. And we put them in, and then we added the, added the LEDs and the black light LED light strips. And the, the center part of it is the, uh, it's an actual box set of Metallica. Ooh. Oh, um, I remember. Oh. I see that now because yeah. that was a box from like from 1993. I was going to say that <laughs> yeah. was from a few years ago. I remember yeah. that yeah. now. Yeah, and then it's got impressive. the Beta Bright topper on the front and, of it. And I may, the Beta Bright. I may, I may actually have one of those box sets somewhere. <laughs> that, I thought that looked familiar. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and look, look, they're written, the Beta Bright strikes again, man. I How see about that. that? I yeah, see that. It's it says, awesome. Welcome to the Louisville Arcade Expo. Oh, it's, that's sweet. Yeah, that, that's sweet. Yeah, and then we put the EL wire coming out of Sparky's head. Yeah. Running up to the box. So, yeah. That's like I, where the power is coming from. You know, I'll admit, Phoebe, I have not had a chance to go look at that game. I, I've I've not played one game since uh, I've been here. We've just been so busy. Uh, We're set up and, yeah. and the like, but. Uh, it's my I, game, and I can't hardly I play it. I definitely need to gravitate over there and play it. I mean, it's. Yeah. From here, it just draws you to it with with the coffin topper and then it really the does. Beta Bright. You just kind of, you know, with the song titles in it, and it draws you it's to a, the it's game. Aw- it's awesome, isn't it, Brent? Apparently, it also draws Pikachu to the game because yes. that's who's in line to play at this yes. point in time is Pikachu. Yes, well, that's a mighty big Pikachu as well, Brent. Well, yeah, mighty big. One. I, it's, if he wants to be Pikachu, he's Pikachu. I, you know, I tell you, it is it is a free country, but uh, yeah, 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 very much so. Hey, Phoebe, let me ask you. Let me ask you about Barcon, if you don't mind. Where, with with that being so rare, and the in the number, the production numbers being so low, I, I don't want to ask you any anything you don't want to divulge. But where does a person get a Barcon? How long have you had it, and how did you come about it? Um, we've had it for about five years. Oh, okay. Yep. And um, I kind of lucked into it. Okay. Well, that's um, how well, they only made that's, ninety of them. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, I was doing, I was doing some restorations for a guy that lives um, in Virginia, okay, right near, right near DC. Okay. And uh, he was like, "Well, is there anything that you're looking for?" <laughs> yes, your mark on. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, no, it wasn't his." And I said, "Well, I said, yeah, but I'm not really gonna hold my breath because you know they only made ninety of them to start with, and I'm thinking that." I'm never going to find one. Yeah. And he goes, what is it? And I said, a Barkon? And he goes, really? And I was oh. like, yeah. And he goes, I just happen to know a guy who has two. What? <laughs> and he's looking to get rid of one. And I was Give like, it that. Okay. So what? When I, <laughs> That's wild. So we drove to, a, drove to D.C. to get it. And uh, it had been in his basement. And it, his basement had flooded. Oh. So it had water all the way up to the bottom of the horse's feet. Oh. It, had, it had water damage, so yeah, it had oh. a lot of bondo and and uh, repair work. Well, I, I mean, you, you can't tell it by looking at it now. It look it looks beautiful. The the, si- the sides of it and everything are are fantastic. The, the the color of the blue, it just looks so nice and bright and vibrant. It's it's yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah, I, will I had say to redo that. it. Yeah, I redid it all. Okay. And then I clear coated the cabinet. Or clear coated the play field, so, the lower play field and stuff. So did the other Varkon suffer that same fate? Was it? No, he actually had two of them, and the one, the other one he had was the better of the two, so he kept the better one. 
sold me that one. Okay. It's good enough. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I mean that, that's 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 amazing. I, I can't. I just can't see where one of those comes from. You, you know, in I know that they I know that they'll change hands from time to time, but it's just it's just so rare that you just don't ever see it happen. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. like when I was gonna get it. You know, it kind of. I won't say what I got it for, but yeah, well, I called. It, I well, called a, yeah, and we, and we we don't we don't need to know. You know, it's one of those things. Yeah. I called uh, another guy that I know of, and uh, I was like, well, I was like, he's got a bark on, and it's supposedly working, but you know, it has some water damage to the cabinet, and yeah. it's in Washington D.C. And I was like, I don't know. Do you think I should, you know, do you think I should go get it? And when I told him how much the guy wanted for it, he goes. Are you in the car? <laughs> yeah. Are you Are you already there? Yeah. It's one of those because, things. Because if you're not in the car, yeah. don't tell me where it is. Because yeah. Because I'm going after it. Yeah. Right well, I'll be there before you. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Now, how about the joust pinball? I mean, that's to me that's equally as rare and equally as interesting. Where, what's what's the backstory on that? Um, well, we were looking for one of those too. Um, they made 402 of those, and. Um, the, actually, it was a friend of the guy that I called to ask about the Barcon. Okay. Um, not the one I got it from, but the other one. And he knew that I wanted it, and he had been offered more for it than what I offered him. But he decided to sell it to me because he knew that I would redo it yeah. and give it a good home, and that I would bring it and share it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of his deciding factor on selling it to me. Even though he was losing a little bit of money, losing a little bit of money on it. Yeah. Well, I, I certainly appreciate appreciate that you do bring it out because, well, I, I'll just I'll just take last year as an example. I probably when I went through all my pictures from the expo last year, I got so many pictures of kids playing on that joust pinball. <laughs> now my daughter, my niece, and then a lot of other kids, and it just seems like it has some universal appeal. That people just want to walk up to it and just start smacking flipper buttons, and they do it until they stop, until the game stops. You know. Yeah, I think because it's the head-to-head. -head, yeah. So it's kind of like, kind of like playing against somebody in a video game. I mean, yeah. You know, head-to-head, right. so it makes it more. I guess it's competitive. Competitive. Yeah, competitive. competitive. Yeah, it makes it more interesting too. I, I would say that. So now the defender pinball here to the left as I'm looking. Of course, no one else can see this. Yep. But the Defender Pinball is also yours as well. And I think I saw a sign on that where you had gone through and restored that. So what's the story on that? Did you, was it in sorry shape when you got it originally? Yeah. Um, they made 369 of those. Man, a lot. <laughs> and um, it's based on the video game. Yep. Mm -hmm. A lot of and the same sounds too, I noticed. Yeah. 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 My husband loves, he loves the Defender video game, the sounds and stuff from it. So we kind of went looking for those and found that one on eBay. Um, it was in Connecticut. So got it, got there to pick it up, and it's like that whole center of the play field where all of the, the big insert, yeah. you know, all that writing is, it was gone. Yeah. Now, it did was you, wood. Did you know that coming into it? Did you have good enough pictures on eBay to see that? Kind yeah, of? Yeah, kind of. They were a little blurry. You couldn't tell, but you could <laughs> tell that, you know, there was, there was something missing. Yeah. Um, and we got it, and I got it home, and I started touching it up, and I was just like, I don't even, I don't even know how I'm gonna do the spawn. Yeah. You know, it, it's well, just, so so much was gone, you didn't have a frame of reference. Yeah. Is that what it sounds. 
Yeah, and I couldn't find the font. I was like, uh, um, so there's a, a guy in Arizona, um, his name's Chris Kleznick, and he was starting to restore fans too. And he actually, uh, he had a NOS Defender play field, and he scanned it, and he made me water slide decals. Oh, wow. And that was the first time I'd ever used water slide decals for actual play field. Yeah. Instead of doing so it by did, hand. did you end yeah. up finishing your artwork and then re-clearing it to lock it all down? Yeah. I put the, I, I painted the base coats and everything, and then I put the water slides on it. And then I cleared it. So it's... So it's there. <laughs> it's, it's there, yeah. And it, it looks it looks very, very good as well. Yeah, it looks very Thank good. You. Oh, no, no problem. Now, Phoebe, what, what, I mean, you know, everybody knows you for your artwork and knows you for, for, for your hand, I guess, and, and, you know, in your skill at that. I mean, are you, are you still staying pretty busy in the work that you do? I, have you found, have you got more than you can do? Or, how, you know, how, how's, how is that, how's that working out, you know, with, with all, you know, all these people here and all this resurgence in Pinball? Do, I mean, do you, do you find a lot of people wanting your services quite a bit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually quit doing it for other people like two years ago. Okay. Wow. And, um, oh, no, I wasn't aware of that. Okay. Yeah. I okay. still have people call me. You know, and asking to do stuff, but I just I got uh, I got overwhelmed, uh-huh. and I had you know, I had way more on my plate than I could handle. Than you could do, and yeah. Then, um, when you're good at what you do, that happens. It your does. Name, your name goes around. Yeah, yeah. it and does. Hubby, hubby, as hubby says, I got a real job. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that kind of cut down on time. Okay. And um, he was actually laid off for a while. He was actually laid off. Uh, his plant closed, and he was laid off. So he was helping me a lot more at the time. And then when he got called back to work, then I was, I was like, okay. Suddenly, it yeah. was Suddenly, it was a one-woman show. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he was like, I'm working, you know, all week. I don't want to come home and do this. Work some more. He yeah. Says, I wanna, I wanna have uh, some kind, some life. Back. Yeah. Yeah. So. I kind of finished up what I had, and I was like, okay, yeah. I'm taking a break. I'm yeah. going to do the hobby side for a while. Yeah. Did you, did you find that difficult? Cause, you know, in my life, I have been in a position just like that where some the, the word gets out that I work on X or I can do Y, and all of a sudden people fall out of the rafters. You know, I, I've had it here this uh, this weekend, people that have seen me work on a machine that I've brought in and come up and ask me for my number, and then you get overwhelmed. Yeah. Was, but it's hard. Was that easy to step away from that, or no? <laughs> was, did you get into that, okay, I'll, I'll add one more just for you? Yeah. I mean, seriously, it's, yeah. it, was, it was difficult. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just uh, took the last play field that I worked on. I just delivered it back to the guy last weekend. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Wow. Yeah. I've had it for like a year and a half, but he was like, he didn't care. He was like, um, when he gave it to me, it was a Spectrum play field. He was like, I don't care. I know you're not doing it anymore. Yep. But you've done all my other play fields. I want you to do this one. Yeah. I don't care how long it takes. I know you're only doing it on weekends in your spare time. Yeah. Now, did he tell yeah. you that after the box with the playfield showed up? <laughs> <laughs> and you called him? Said, he actually this? brought it to me. Oh, yeah. oh well, that's yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, you know, it, it's it's good that it's good that you, that you can do that, 
and uh, you know, and help somebody out. I mean, that's that's a very fortunate individual. Is what that is. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, Phoebe, man, it, it's uh, it, it's it's been it's been interesting to see the show grow like it has, and I, I think it bodes well, you know, for for what's for what's to come in this area. And I'm sure the next you know the next couple of shows are just going to continue to get you know just continue to get bigger and bigger. Um, it, 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 you, you mentioned a couple other shows that you go to. I think you, I think you mentioned also Pinball Expo. So are you taking are you taking you know Varcon and, and Joust and Defender and all those up up to Chicago as well? Um, maybe Varcon. I'm not sure if Joust is going to or not. Joust went. Joust is gone. I think the last two years. So I think it's going to get a break. Okay. Um, no, I understand. It's been. It hasn't been too bad this weekend, but I had it at the Ohio show last weekend, and yeah. it was. It decided it needed a timeout, like every. Every, every couple, couple of hours, hours. yeah. It would be like, okay. You know, we we talked last night about the, the commitment that it takes to bring a game, a pin game, specifically, to a show. Oh yeah. You know, and I, I personally, I've been fighting a couple of games, and I've got uh, a video over here that's just I'm. I've not had any issues, but I'm concerned about when you get these home after you've had them out. Do they come apart? Or do you go through the games again for a good cleaning and or yeah, is there a ritual? Get, I, yeah, I shop them when I get them home. Okay. And then hubby yells at me because he's like, "It doesn't play good when it's clean." <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, maybe but the, if there's something wrong with them, like I have, Dallas will have to get looked at when it gets home. Defenders. Yeah. Defender keeps blowing a solenoid fuse, so yeah. So it's turned off right now. But um, when the when the lights come back up in the morning, then we'll Take look a, into it and see if we can figure out why. Well, in, in trying to get it back up. This begs the question: and Where do you get parts for your Varcon? Where do you get parts for your Joust pinball? I mean, with with you owning these rare machines, uh, do you wind up getting some of the parts made, or what? I mean, what, what's your <laughs> I mean, um, how do you how do you sustain these games? Some of the parts are like no longer available. Right. They're you know, um, but they're uh, Williams games, so they're Williams System Sevens. Yep. So they basically have the same boards, it's just different chips. Okay. So we have spare boards. Okay. That I, we can put in. Even Varcon. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So we have spare boards that you can just swap the game ROMs and. You know, you can swap boards out okay. and usually get them going. If okay. it's like a game-specific part, if it's shout a game-specific yeah. part, well, we just had not, a shout-out. <laughs> um, it happens it, from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes you have to find one that's been find one that's been parted out. Yeah. Sometimes parts come up, and if it's something that you know is subject to to breaking, then yeah. I pick it up and fight. If it, if it crosses your path, if yeah. it crosses, there's, yeah. there's a, little, a goodie bag of spare parts tucked away somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there has um, to be. Oh, there has to be. A lot of the stuff, like yeah. the coils and the switches and all that kind of stuff, it's pretty much, it's it, pretty much interchangeable. Have okay. You, have you had to get Marco to the, or Pinball Life or Pinball Resource? Okay. Okay. Have That's you it. had to get to the point where there's something you can't get and you just had to find a way to to make it? Um, not sort of. On Barcon, it has some um, the targets that are it's like all one piece. Uh huh. And when I was restoring it, one of them broke. Mm hmm And they don't have the, they don't have that that specific target anymore. 
so we kind of had to take a take target and bake it. Yeah. 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 I've been of, in a situation very similar <laughs> to that. <laughs> yeah. 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 And there's like on Congo, there's a mechanism that moves the gray, the gorilla in the lower play field. Uh-huh. And that part's not available. Um, but the guy that I bought it from, he had actually had one made, had one welded. Mm-hmm. So mine's not on wood. Yeah, understood. Mine's good to go right now. Yeah, understood. Understood. So, Phoebe, how much do you play pinball? Uh, just kind of, kind of on, uh, just on on your own. I mean, I'm just kind of curious as to. I mean, you've got, you've obviously, you're obviously very, very good at what you do, <laughs> and you've got very, you know, very nice machines. I mean, but but how much do you actually get to enjoy the sport of it? or enjoy the game, I guess. Um, we play in, uh, my husband and I both, uh, we have our Cincy Pinball Group, okay. which is like, there's like 54 people. Oh my gosh. In the Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky, Dayton. Yeah. You know, some of them come from Columbus area to, um, and we have like, we call them midweek parties because we used to have them on Wednesday, but now we pretty much have them on Saturday so everybody can be there. Okay. Um, and then we started uh, Cincy Pinball League. Okay. And this is like the first full year for that. Okay. And there's 30 people in the league, and we just, there's like nine different hosts that have enough machines and enough space to. Yeah, that was going to be my question. Maintain that many. Yeah. Maintain that many people. You go to individuals' homes um, and play out of their homes. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're also in the Ohio Pinball League, which is. Oh, you guys are busy then when it comes to all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this is like the. We were talking about it, and we had league, and we had one league, and then we had the other league, and then we had a tournament for Barry Arsler, yeah. and then we had uh, the Ohio show, and then we have this show, yeah. and then next weekend we have league, and then we have the other league. Yeah, it's, it's almost like a second job, well, but, it, but it's the yeah. kind of job yeah. you love to have. Yeah, and yeah. then we play, we both play in the tournaments. I'd say, what's, what's the alternative, set at home? Yeah. You know, you get to come out, spend a weekend with people exactly. that you enjoy being well, there's around. There's really not a whole lot of room to sit in our house. We have, <laughs> <laughs> we have machines in the living room, dining room, family room, yeah. basement, garage. Oh, man. If, the, if, there's a, if there's a place that one will fit, you'll fit one there. Have you, you'll figure it out how to stack up yet? Because <laughs> that's what I'm working on. No, we, uh, we know some people that they have them torn down, taken yeah. off the legs, and you slide them under the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I never thought of that. Well, look at that. Yeah, well, Phoebe, I'm, I'm curious. What, what what machine has eluded you over the years that, that you have just tried to put your hands on that you haven't been able to buy? Um, pretty much everything that we've, you know, really wanted. Yeah. It took me a while to get a Bad Cats. Um, uh, I wanted uh, uh, Williams 1966 eight ball because mm-hmm. I call that my birthday game. Okay. Um, I restored one for a uh, guy in Australia, and I was doing some research on it, you know, and I found out that it was released on January 17th, and my birthday was January 14th, 1966, mm-hmm. so yeah. I was like, and it's a Norm Clark game, um, and I wanted one of those, and it took me like three years to find that. Um, the, See, I imagine any game, any game in that genre would be difficult, because it seems like... The, the, the titles came out pretty fast and furious 
and then they just when they quit earning, they went away. They yeah. they just go they away. away. Yeah. yeah, they just go away. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I know. Like no. I said, we, right now it's ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lucy does look good. I mean, hey, it's a sweet-looking game. And for those out there listening, I admit that I was up running around doing a few things here here at the Expo, so I may have missed this if Whitney already asked it. Yep. Here, here's the boilerplate question. Do you have a favorite? And, and does it shift? No, it, you know, Brent, it, Brent, I didn't ask that. Oh, so, you so, did? No, oh, good okay. job, okay. dude. Good job. Okay. Yeah. Um, most of it. Bad Cats is a favorite. Um, that was one that I That's had to That's a Python game. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Um, Bad Cats is my favorite, but I have several. You have several? Yeah. <laughs> well, then you, you don't have a favorite child, so to speak. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, my Attack from Mars. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about Bad Cats. I, it, Whitney and I, we've mentioned this to a few folks already. We have collected for several years. I coming up on about ten years. Whitney, just what? Se- se- between six and seven. In between six and seven. Yeah. And then the the pin stuff is is new to me within the past couple of years. And it, it's a little it's a little to do with time and a lot to do with space. So yeah. I moved and was able to, to have space where I could actually start having not only projects but a game room where I could have a pen and you could still walk, you know, just even past one. Yeah. So, walk. Um, get walk. <laughs> just crawl no, under no, them. No, no, Brent, like, Brent that's I like trip. These people have these things that these people have these things called garages. They say they <laughs> oh, put, I've got that, a garage. Yeah. Well, yeah. they say that they put cars in them. I'm yeah. Like, well, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. So you're talking about bad cats, and I've, um, I have looked a little bit into Python since Python has been ill, and. I've never played a Bad Cats, but I tell if I could find one, I I would darn near buy it, you know, without playing it. It's you know, almost sight unseen. I think I just the, the love he seems to have for that game. I, I could I couldn't imagine that. Yeah, so, that it would be bad. <laughs> that it would be bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, a lot of people uh, don't like it because it's a single ball game. Well, I'm a very and simple person to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. very simple. It doesn't Me have too. multi-ball. It doesn't have, you know, a bunch of modes. It's yeah. just a, you know, it's just a, it's a cute game. Yeah. I'm, I'm a very and, simple person. Yeah. And actually, I'm, it's I'm, funny I'm because when I first met Python, he was, I told him that Bad Cats was my favorite game. <laughs> I won't tell you what he said exactly, yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> was it colorful? <laughs> I'm sure it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but basically, it was like. That was a game that he always said that Williams forced him to do that as a, it was like a filler game. I see. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. I see. A game between games, so so to speak, or a title between, the yeah. title between titles. You know, I've yeah. heard that, I've heard that filler game several times, yeah. you know, talking with, with other designers, and, and that's that just something that always just seems to surprise me, that, that that as tight as even back in the day the industry was running, that they'd have a gap. And maybe it was caused by a a game that didn't run like they thought it was going to run or whatever the reason. It strikes me as odd that there's this concept of filler games. Yeah, for for me to look back in time like that, it's it's hard for me to understand the rhythm and the tempo of how the games were designed, released, and everything like that. But I'm sure it had to happen. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah, real quick. 
man. Yeah, they didn't give them a lot of time sometimes. It's, to, it seems uh, it seems like they did, and, and they just had to crank them out for schedule upon schedule. So, so is the mid- just looking back over. You brought the Defender with you, the Varcon, the uh, uh, Joust, and and the Metallica. And the Congo. Oh, and, and the Congo. The Warlock. And the what? Which? Warlock. Oh, okay. It's after okay. the tournament. Okay, okay. I, I have not had an opportunity to, to even glance over at the tournament. Yeah, so, we have. Yeah, We've I been busy. I, I've told several people in passing, running from thing to thing, that after tonight's broadcast, I may actually go play yeah, maybe. a full five-ball game of something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, the Medieval is uh, one of the guys, uh, Brian Coney. He's in our Cincy Pinball group. Okay. And um, it has a color DME in it, and it's actually the – Medieval Madness colors. specific, so it so has it's, all different colors. Yeah, if you it, look it's, at the display. It's, it's beautiful. I saw it last night, right before it was turned off. It's it's very impressive. It's very um, impressive. And then the other games, um, all the way down to the Dirty the Adams. Oh, okay. All right, the Adams are people that we're they're in our group, or they're Columbus people that are friends with. Yeah. I've got a Dirty Harry as well. I, I need to go down and play that one and see how well mine plays in comparison. Yeah, that's um, that's Mark Combs. He's an Okay. No, it's, it's good. It's good to see so many people represent from you know from just a fairly short drive away. It's it's nice that they do. That. I mean, the, the expo benefits from it. There's there's no there's no doubt about that. So you here all the way through tomorrow? You're you're just out of since. Are you out of Cincinnati? Yeah. Okay, I thought you well, were. about 20 miles east. Okay, so okay. you're not you're not far out. Yeah. So you're going to be here all through the weekend, and then. Okay. No, that's uh, that's really good. I mean, I mean, people, we we've really appreciated you taking the time to sit here and talk with us. I mean, it's I've it, the, the questions we've asked are questions I've always wanted to ask you because <laughs> it, I mean your games are just your games are always beautiful. They're always in great shape, and you just always have such good ones. It, right. It's. Thank yeah. you. Oh, no, no problem. All right, no here, problem. Here's the real geek techie question. What are you driving? We'll have to we'll put a picture of this up on Facebook of Phoebe's topper for Metallica. <laughs> yes. And it, yeah. Is, is, it, is it highlighted with blacklight reactive paint? Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's awesome. <laughs> it, uh, she, she's grinning and smiling like it's, she's oh, embarrassed yes. about it. <laughs> yeah, but it, it is. it's awesome. Yeah, it is. And I our, didn't want to do it, but Hubby was like, yeah, I want you to do this in black light. I'm going to put black light strips around it. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. So, it is. It's nice. What, what's the, he dr- driving the black light strips with? That's because I. Black light strips are hooked to the flashers under the play field. Oh, okay. okay. So when the flashers under the play field and the coffin go off, the black lights on the top are go off. Okay, so they're all okay. side in. Yeah. I'm going to have to uh, come over and talk to him and bend his ear because there's a few games that I've, I've been thinking about modifying and uh, um, some stuff I've, I've kind of sketched out on my own from, from the electrical si- side, some things that I found already exist, and then there's probably a much simpler solution than I'm, <laughs> than I'm over-engineering. Yeah. Well, you well, should see a Spider-Man topper. Oh, man. That is, I love Spider-Man. That's, I, did, I did custom on Spider-Man. I had oh, it here last man. year, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, yes, I remember it. it. It was, it was beautiful. That, yes, I, I love that game. It's a lot of fun to play. It's a lot of fun to play. Well, I know, I definitely know I'm gonna go play some tonight. Yeah, yeah. Well, Phoebe, thank you so much for taking the time to sit no in with us. I'd just be donating money to the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wrangled her. We, in. We, we, we appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate you sitting in with us and just talking about your games. I mean, it, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's just one of those things that. 
you, you know, you've uh, you, you've definitely you know, you've definitely made an impact, and it's just it's just cool to hear some of your stories, you know. So I, I, I really appreciate you taking the time. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no I problem. It. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Yeah, Chrissy, that that was great. That was great. Yeah. So it looks like uh, it looks like we have got our next guest already queued uh -oh. up and ready to roll. Oh, they're coming. <laughs> yep, they're coming. Y'all are gonna be excited about this. <laughs> yes, we we have got uh, we, we've got a couple childrens that are ready you to get on the podcast. You ruined it again. Yes. Oh well. You did this yesterday. Well, it's I supposed mean, it's, to be a surprise. It's the best I can do. I'm not good. Yes. I'm not good at surprises, Come man. On, it's, it's man. Horrible. You're it's supposed horrible. to let them like get up on the mic and have that sweet little angelic voice go over <laughs> the speakers of our listeners everywhere, and yes. they're like, "Oh my gosh, I wasn't expecting that at all." But you ripped that sweet sweet surprise right from their hands yeah well I, I'm, I'm just horrible it's fine it's fine whatever it's 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 just uh just I'm just the way it rolls i guess i, I don't know <laughs> i don't know so sitting here behind the mic is it hello okay oh we're getting name checked yep so it, I just wanted to make sure that, that I got that I got the name correct. Oh my goodness! And then sitting here over on the <gasps> oh other mic. Oh my goodness! There's two of them. Oh, thank you, Brent. Appreciate you doing time. that. That's awesome. Having yep. some mic adjustments. Yes. Mic yep. adjustments. Making sure we don't drop yeah, anything yep. on the floor. <laughs> yeah, we're we're working it out. So th this this is live radio, everybody. So we we apologize for a couple we're of gaps, but, but we're getting it done. It's fine. Oh, Uncle Brent's going to get it taken care of. Thank yeah. you, sir. It's awesome. It's so, gonna be worth it. Okay, so now let's let's set the stage. So sitting here with us now are Miss Ella and we have Miss Grace. And these are these are uh, what I would consider definite friends, friends of the show or family yeah. of the show. So uh, let's let's start out. Miss Ella, let's start out with you. Uh, how how do you like the expo this year? Oh it's great. Is it great? Yes. Now was it was it worth the drive up uh, with you and your daddy from Atlanta to come to the show? Yes, it was a long drive. It was about seven hours to get here. Was oh it my really? Goodness. Oh my goodness, man! Seven hours—that is a long time. <laughs> that is a long time. So, I mean, what kind of games do you play in a car to occupy yourself for seven hours? <laughs> I've never been able to do it. Can you fit a pinball in the car to play? Yeah, on exactly. The way here? No. No. Oh man, that I, would be too big. <laughs> so, do y'all play like Punch Bug or something like that? Oh yeah, okay. Oh, oh yeah, on his tablet. Okay, I, go. I, I got you. I got you. So, what's been your favorite game since since you've uh, since you've been up here at the expo? Um, we're thinking. Yeah, we're thinking. The wheels are turning. Is, is it is it pinball or is it arcade? Arcade. Yeah, arcade. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. So, so think about which which one's your favorite. Do you think? Oh, they're your favorite. Okay, okay. Now, let, now let, let's see. Let's switch gears here for a second. So, Miss Ella, you've been tagging along with Miss Grace. So, Miss Grace, how have you liked the expo this year? Great. Great. Yeah. Has, Great. It, has it been a lot of fun for you? Yes. Yes. Now, what have you enjoyed the most playing, pinball or arcade games? Pinball. Pinball. Oh. Really? So, Miss Ella's saying up. video games. You're saying pinball. What's been your favorite one so far? Wizard of Oz. Did you get to oh. play Wizard of Oz? I haven't played that. Yes. Yeah, how many times have you played it? Once. Once, oh, but man. But was it like a rock and good time, though? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to have a Wizard of Oz? 
Yes. That's what I was afraid Aww. of. I'm, I'm she done. loves it. I'm she done. needs it. Yeah, exa exactly. So, Ella, let me ask you, did you get to play Wizard of Oz? Not necessarily. Uh -oh. I mean, I mean, does it look like a pretty fun game for yeah, you? you? Would you like? Would you yes, like to it play does. it? Yeah, it does look like a oh. fun game. There's a lot going on. It's the line is always so long on it, though, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. Now, Grace, let me ask you. Hey, Grace, did you get to play ACDC? No. No. What? How come? Is the lines just been too long, or what? Um, the lines been too long, and we have it at home. Well, we do. We do have it at home. That that is true. That is true. But. It's just that's just one of those things. I didn't know if maybe you might have tried to play it, you know, tonight while you were out here or not. Just cause. Yeah, just just cause. Yeah. What about any of the other pinball games? Did any of the other pinball games look pretty good to you? Uh uh. Uh uh. No. Aww. Well, just just. You don't want to try the new ones? Yeah. Just a few minutes ago, yeah. you tapped me on the shoulder and said, "Daddy, can I go play pinball?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Go for it." What would you would you go over and play? A lot. Of okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember any of the names of them? Uh uh. No. Uh uh. Okay. No. Now, 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 Miss Ella, how about you? I mean, you and Grace have been tagging along. I mean, have you have you have you pulled her along? You know, to any games, or did you guys go see the the costume contest or anything fun like that? All the costumes. I saw one yesterday and one today. They oh, were, they were all excellent. Excellent. Oh, were they really? Oh. Now, I mean, now if you could get into the costume contest, what, what do you think you'd dress up as? Ooh, good question. Um, Oh. Ooh, now would that would that be the dog in Duck Hunt? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. I feel like one of them should be the dog, and then <laughs> another one like a bird. Yeah, it, it would work. They would be like all team worked up and everything right? like that. Yeah, yeah, that, that's awesome. Now, now, Grace, let me ask you. So, are you looking forward to coming back to the expo next year? Yeah. Yeah. Of okay. course. Yes. So should so what I hear you telling me is we probably ought to have a whisper device by that happens by that time though, huh? Uh huh. Uh -huh yeah. I need that. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you have you gotten to play like any of the sit down driving games or anything like that, like where you drive a car? Yeah. Yeah. Which one, do you know which one you played by any chance? I played two. You played two Ooh. of them. I wonder if one of them was probably pole position. That's like a really popular oh, yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, did, was it one where did you get to sit down and like drive with the steering wheel and everything? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that's cool. That's cool. Did you go in the driving game where you like sat inside the machine? Did you play that one? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Ex excellent. Excellent. Now, Miss Ella, let me ask you this: seven hours up and seven hours back. Would you would you be willing to come back again next year? Would it be worth the time to come back up? Yes, sir. Yeah, true yes, dedication, sir. True right de there. True dedication to the art. I, I tell you what, that is that is fantastic. Well, ladies, we have certainly enjoyed talking to you all. Thank you so very much for your time, and uh, we appreciate you all sitting here in on the podcast with us. How about that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Of okay. Course. They awesome. Love it. Awesome. Thank you. Oh, you're thank, welcome. You're, ve you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Thank you all very much. Yeah, yeah, we're changing out. Keep on pulling more people in off, off of the air. streets of the I, expo. You're running dead air. Yeah. Oh, dead yeah. air. Sorry about I that, man. I got you. I got Golly, this. I'm just, I'm I'm just talking to myself. It's fine. I'll be the radio man. show for you. <laughs> I was watching the kids, and it's like, yeah, dead I'll air. I'll do it all by so, myself. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> we'll have to edit. Nah, we can't do that. It's, it's a live stream. <laughs> all right, so... We, we've got uh, we've got another esteemed guest sitting here in the chair with us, and uh, Brent and Christy and I are uh, are very pleased to welcome uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Pre Preston Burke from the Gamer and Junkies podcast. 
Uh, Preston, uh, thank you for taking the time to sit in with us tonight. Oh, no, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, man. I, I know it's been a little bit of a wait. I kind of apologize for that, but... You know, it's, I mean, what, what would an episode of our podcast be without, without you know, getting to something four hours in, man? So I, we appreciate you being a trooper and kind of kind of hanging out with us. Happy to be here, man. You got quite the setup going on. We try, yeah, you know? We, we try. There's there's no doubt. It's going to take us probably three and a half hours to break this down. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll probably trip over 14 chords in, in the process. But well, it's well, worked out. I think it speaks to the show itself. I mean, you got this great rig going on. you got uh, more guests than you can handle. Uh, just like the show is bursting at the scenes with tons of great games, tons of events, and yeah. awesome, tons of people. Yeah, it, yes. it, it really has. Now, Preston, let me ask you, this being your first year up, I mean, has it... I mean, has it lived up to your expectations? I mean, has it been worth the drive? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's seven hours up, man. That's a, I mean, that's darn near a day. Uh, yeah, it. I would definitely say it's been worth the trip. Yeah. Um, one, just because I've never been here before. Okay. But also just uh, from an eye of a showrunner perspective. Yeah. Seeing how things are laid out and seeing just the variety of things that are here and how smooth, smoothly things are run. Um, it's I, there's even though I've been here, you know since 10 o'clock this morning it's almost it's 10 o'clock tonight yeah um i haven't hit nearly everything yeah i, I know it's it's, oh, no. it's hard it's hard to do i mean how much have you been playing versus just walking around and just kind of taking everything in i mean have, have, you, have you gotten an opportunity to play a lot i have played things here and there uh my daughter and i tried to play a few things together uh, some racer games yep. and you know some uh i wanted to expose her to some things that she's never seen before okay, so a fair, lot of the old very console fair. things um uh, it's great to have been in the hobby for a long time now because I've gotten to see a lot of things. So now when I go to shows, it's not necessarily, oh, I'm going to play everything. It's yeah. I'm looking for things I haven't seen before. Yeah. So uh, in that regard, I've definitely got to play some things that I haven't gotten to play before. Yeah. And then I also uh, have a little competitive streak in me when it comes <laughs> to pinball. Yeah. So I did enter <laughs> in the pinball competition. Yeah. And so that makes you play a few games here and there. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. I mean, so how how did how did that work out? I mean, are you know was it uh, was it what you thought it was going to be, or you know did you did you play did you play well? I mean, what, what was uh, what's the story on that? So I knew I couldn't uh, spend too much time working for the top stuff. Uh, okay. The, the A main division stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I focused on the classics. Uh huh. And I got into the B division finals. Okay. So I did pretty good. Uh huh. But uh, I got knocked out first round. But I took <laughs> home fifty dollars. Oh, well, Ooh, good deal, uh, man. Good so, deal. Yeah. Well, so that, that so paid for the trip. Pays. That paid for the trip. Yes, <laughs> it paid for the entirety of the trip. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole in, thing. In 1935. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I, I'm trying to think back to some of your podcasts. You had just done like a first, your first tournament not too long ago, right? Where you'd actually gotten in and participated and right. So I I founded the Atlanta Pinball League. Uh, we we're starting our third season this month. Okay. So uh, just over two years ago, I started that, and my first taste of competitive pinball started with a Tron. Um, what do you call that? Where they the unveiling? What do you, the, I guess like uh, a launch party. The launch party yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. So thanks for reminding me. Yeah, so in Birmingham uh, at Bumper Nets, I went to Bumper Nets, yeah, I remember that episode, yep. I went to the Tron launch party, and that got me, uh, it whet my appetite for competitive pinball and for Tron. So I got that, and then I, uh, I just started thinking more competitively, and there wasn't anything in the area, so I started my own league. Okay. And then awesome. just last year, uh, in March, I went to Pinburg. 
okay. in Papa headquarters in Pittsburgh, and that was really really fun. Yeah, it, it, I mean, you know, it, listening listening to your listening to your show, it, it, I've lived somewhat vicariously through <laughs> through, through <laughs> your pinball tournament, I, I guess, kind of adventure, so to speak, because. It's not something that I've ever been able to take on myself at this point in time, and I don't know when I when I when I will be able to. You know, it's but it's something I would certainly would certainly enjoy doing at some point. It it seems like it's fun, and it's just good clean fun. On top of that, it is. Yeah, uh, and you know, it, it takes different skill levels. There's different kinds of competitions. Yep. There's a lot more informal players if you wanted to do that. But what's so great about our hobby is that there's so many different aspects of it. You can be a guy who likes to just collect things and you're looking for the rare stuff. Yeah. You can be someone who likes to repair things and goodness gracious, you've got your hands full with tons of stuff. <laughs> you've to you've got repair. tons of stuff to repair. No, I, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> it's, that life. it's just it's I don't tough. Know about that. Yeah. And then you got the competitive aspect of it. So it, it's really varied and it just kind of speaks to where you are in the moment. Yep. And right now I'm a little more in the competitive side of things. Ah. Wow. Said wow. with a smile. <laughs> said, 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 said with a with smile. Said with $50 in his pocket. Yeah. And you know something? You're, walk, you're going home a winner, man. That's winner, all that matters. Man. That's all that matters. you got some of that Louisville money, man. There you go. That, that's what matters. So, Preston, what, what's been the, the game here that's, that, is, uh, that, that you've been most most pleased to see? You know, it's, you're walking around, and it's like, ah, yeah, I, I am shocked to see that here. Uh, so, it's, it's a handful of them right now. Um, and, and they're not even great games. They're just ones that I've always been like, wow, I'd love to see that. Yeah. So I got to see a, a Stern Dracula okay. machine. It's really old. Yes, it's very. That's very nice. old. Yep. Um, in the competition area, there's a uh, a Bally Frontier, and it's really beautiful. You don't see those very often. I, I guess it's more to the rare stuff or the <laughs> stuff that's uncommon these days. Yep. You know, I, I'm spoiled in that I've gotten to play ACDC and Metallica yeah. and Wizard of Oz. Yeah. The, right. the, you know, the big marquee games, I've gotten to play them before. So, like I said earlier, it's just me looking out for the, the rare stuff. I was really pleased to let my daughter get to play the head-to-head -head joust pinball. Aww. Yes, yes. Because you just yes. don't see those. And, you don't. And two players simultaneous, how cool. Yeah, right. I, I know. It, it's, it's a special thing. I mean, Phoebe was just sitting in with us, and we were talking about that. And it's, it's something that I've, I've noticed this year and last year is the kids, you know, or the parents and the kids that just walk up and just slap the living daylights out of that game, man. They just wear it out. You right. know, it's it's neat. It's a shame that there's not more of them. That, that much is for sure. So let me ask you this. So with, with everything that you've seen, I mean, do you think it warrants a, a return trip? I mean, would you would you be willing to make the, make the, make the trek back up? I am uh, definitely considering it. Yeah, I, it's, cool. You know, I'm, I'm not displeased. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say that. Yeah, that, that's good. That's good. Yeah, so so let's talk a little bit about, about your expo coming up. And, you know, this is a good opportunity to plug what you guys have sure. got going on. You know, tell us a little bit, you know, about, uh, about the Southern Pride Game Room Expo. All right, so we are running the Southern Pride Game Room Expo. It's in Atlanta, Georgia, uh -huh. June 20th through 22nd at the Marriott Century Center. And this is an inaugural event here uh, where we're going to be running it in Atlanta. Yep. And it, it's kind of a surprise because Atlanta's, you know, no disrespect to Louisville, but it's a bigger city. Oh, it's way, uh, it's it's way bigger. Oh, no, absolutely. And yeah, absolutely. I was, I was shocked that there actually wasn't something already. There's yeah. never been an Olympics in Louisville. <laughs> there you go. And there probably never would. No. Well, at least not one that was broadcast worldwide. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Most of those happen on a Saturday, Saturday afternoon. <laughs> So we are, you know, like I said, this is our inaugural year, yeah. and we're trying to keep it uh, 
manageable, uh -huh. but yet as, as big as we can handle. Okay. So this year we're really hitting it out of the park by getting um, two major guests. Yep. Uh, we've got, well, I should say, uh, several major guests. we got, as far as pinball designers go, we've got John Trudeau, who you just had on. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have Barry Ausler. And uh -huh. he's, uh, although he's ill, he's still committed to come. That's good. That's, that's good. Wow. That's good. And then uh, we have uh, uh, competitive gaming legend Billy Mitchell is going to be coming. <laughs> Wow, that's, and, that's, uh, that's going to be something to see, man. So let me ask you about that, not to derail real uh, well, I derail all the time, so you know. <laughs> there's so many it, interesting you know, questions that, that you could ask about Billy and, Mitchell. And I know I've, I've heard this discussed on your podcast. It, I, I just I think it, it was just the, the, the most awesome answer, so I've got to ask it so that we can have the same story here on ours. And we can. What's it like to get a hold of these people? <laughs> how, does, how does that happen? Yeah, I mean, Preston, how do you just call it Billy Mitchell? It's like, well, I think, uh, you know, I think I'll just give Billy a call and see if he'll make it up. I mean, how does that happen? Uh, well, you know, people are people. And although we <laughs> that have, is true. Although we held some people in higher regards and, and put them on little pedestals, they are just people. So it wasn't too hard. It was just kind of knowing the right people. And uh, basically, I, I'm Facebook friends with Walter Day. Okay. And I said, hey, uh, <laughs> I know you know how to get in touch with Billy. I'm yep, interested he would. in talking he would. to him about this. <laughs> yeah. And he sent me his 800 number. So oh, his, his 800 yeah. number? Yeah. Interesting, <laughs> man. That's, uh, that, that's <laughs> right? That's so hilarious. Then, so that when you called, did he just answer the phone? No, no, no. It, he, he's not good about answering the phone right off the bat most of the time. So it goes to voicemail. <laughs> he screens your call. That's hilarious. I, I, I would... Billy Wager that he does. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, you know, an eight, you know what an eight hundred number is a, is a sign of it's a it's a sign of a man who has arrived. There that's you go. what it is. There yeah. You go. Wow. That's that, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So so yeah. So so Billy's going to be having. And what else is happening at, at, your, um, at your expo? One other marquee guest that we're uh, we're hyping up is uh, pop culture icon Jerry Buckner of Buckner and Garcia. Sweet. Who uh, you know, if you may not be familiar with them, they are behind the uh, the top ten hit of Pac Man Fever. Yep. Um, but, you know, as far as guests, those, those are our marquee ones, but we got a lot of other events going on, and we really uh, had a coup by, on our first event, being able to secure Papa to come down for their, uh, oh, fantastic. Part of their fantastic. Uh, Papa Circuit yeah. pinball competition. So, like you have here in Louisville, they're going to be bringing, what, 15 games down for yeah. everybody to compete on, and a lot of the, the top players will be coming in, flying yeah. in from all over to compete. Yeah, so what what does it take what does it take to satisfy Papa's requirements? I, I, I mean, do you I mean do you, do you have a long list a long laundry list that Papa says you have to do this this and this before we consider you know sponsoring you know sponsoring an event or coming down or how does that work out? Well, as far uh, from what I know, uh -huh. I think one of the biggest things was location. Okay, they wanted to be able to have things spread out across the country to be yeah. able to maximize the amount of players that can come. Okay, um, to get uh, more locally. Uh, oriented players, and then also time frame. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we we fit a gap in their schedule. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that works out. That works out. But then uh, for smaller scale stuff, they were very specific about asking about having internet connectivity mm -hmm. um, to be able to support the machines uh, because they're doing the the live stream now for yes. the for the finals yeah, and for, the tournament for Pop, stuff for Papa TV. Yeah. yeah. So as far as I know, that was the only considerations they had, and it's kind of just. We were in the right place at the right time, I think. Yeah. Now, have you had an opportunity to sit down and talk with Jeremy and Matt of this show to get some pointers and 
Uh, I spoke with Jeremy uh, and got an interview for my own podcast. Oh, um, good, good deal. We didn't get we didn't get too in the two in the weeds because yeah. I know he's busy and I definitely want to take time away from him trying to run the show in the middle of it yeah. on yeah. the busiest day. Anytime your podcast your podcast comes up. Feel free to say the entire name of it. Give it yeah. a complete plug <laughs> as, it, as it so well deserves. Exactly. exactly. I was listening to your podcast before I, you know, Whitney and I got together and yeah. decided to do ours. Yeah, and, and, and Preston, I, I, you know, I, I'll, I'll come clean. I'll freely admit, you know, I started at episode one with you with you and Patrick. Yeah. I've got made it all the way through the catalog, and we, you know, when we were talking, we wanted to model model some of what we do after after what you guys have done because we just like your style, we like the delivery, we like the content, we like that it's family friendly and uh, we need more of that, you awesome. know? So, dude, we're, we're, we are very big fans of your Well, office. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the Game Room Junkies podcast is the one that I run. <laughs> yes. And I, I appreciate you saying you're trying to model after me. Um, we, we try to model after some other folks too. I know we were riding on the tails of uh, Rob Craig and Steve Rothschild for, um, the Silverball podcast. Uh-huh. I was listening to them, and they just had a huge gap. And I was like, "Where'd you guys go?" Yeah. And I said, "If you know, if they're not going to put something out, let me and Patrick put something out." That's, yeah. And then we were also riding on the tails of the Game Room magazine that felt, uh, you know, that um, man, that Kevin Steele. Kevin yeah, Steele. Yeah, man, such a loss, man. It, it, is. it is. See, now I've not listened to that. Yeah. Oh, it's not a podcast. Is that a back catalog? I'll have it, to go find and listen. No, to the, it. the, the it's, it's Game Room magazine is actual physical printed yeah. publication. Oh, printed okay. publication. And so when that folded, we were like, you know, there's no news out there. Uh, it's really dry as far as what's getting out and published, yep. and, and 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 you lose the connection with the collector. Yes. And so um, they had a game room of the month kind of feature. Yeah. And so when we started up the podcast, we wanted to, uh, to to make sure that we were focused on just talking about our own experiences as collectors and as game room enthusiasts without any sort of air about it and try to get some collectors on to talk about their experiences as well. Okay. So we really didn't set out to have any sort of, uh, you know, pinball insiders or anything yeah. like that. And yeah. I mean, it's turning into something of that, but we're trying to st- try to stay focused on the collector and just the regular guy. Yeah, and I think there's long term. I think there's uh, there's huge amounts of success in that because that that's that's the people you want to try to reach, and that's the people that appreciate what you do. And it's great to have the inside. It's great to have the inside information, but that 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 doesn't. I mean, I'm sure people like to hear it, but it. it it may not be the easiest way to relate to everybody, and so yeah, just being a friend, to, just being a friend to everybody, and just to put out quality content—that's what does it. Appreciate it. Yeah. 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 So circling back to the Southern Fried Game Room Expo. Yeah. Um, what What's the size of the facility that you're that you're going to end up using? So I think we have a main ballroom that's five thousand feet. We have an additional ballroom that's three thousand feet, and then we have uh, three ancillary rooms. So we're looking at about ten thousand square feet right now. Okay. Uh, combined space. So you're going to do pin and video. Pin and vid and some limited console stuff. Okay. Uh, we are, we're going to bring in a few pieces and then we also have a vendor that we partnered with and he's going to be running some tournaments. He's a he's a retail, you know, uh, retro game seller. And so he's going to be running some networked uh, LAN stuff. Oh, sweet. And then also some, you know, like larger like Super Smash Brothers tournaments and stuff yeah. at a scheduled time. So limited, you know, like I said, this is our first year, so we don't want to go too crazy with doing everything under the sun. Yeah. Recognizing our limitations and just kind of focus on a few things and do those well. Well, one thing I'm curious about, I know, I know, like you and Patrick and, and, and all the people that you're working with on the expo, you've probably 
you're getting everything mapped out, lined out. What, what has this visit changed about what you're going to do with your expo, if, if anything? Um, I think I'm going to try Give to make up. it more. No. no, no, no. <laughs> Giving There's up. a lot of stuff going on. It is daunting. Stuff, it is daunting, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's good to see where this could be in a few years, though. So it, it, it's, it's, it's uh, encouraging as well as frightening. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I love the... I think what I might take from this from this show to, to ours is more of a communal feel. Uh-huh. I love how there are so many different elements uh, that are crowd-focused, where you have, like, I'm looking right now at games that are projected on the walls, and when I was interviewing Jeremy for my podcast, we were interrupted because there was cheering yeah. from <laughs> everybody watching the fighting or the whatever game was going on. It was just exciting. You building momentum with the crowd and with yeah. the people and getting... Uh, you know, some interaction from the families, from kids, from everybody. Uh, they had a costume contest. I don't know if we're going to have a costume contest, but it's that kind of stuff that I really enjoy seeing people rallying around. Not just, I'm coming here to play a game. Because yeah. a lot of these guys are collectors, and they can play games any time they want. It's more of the experience of being social <laughs> and, you know, doing something different. Yeah, we talked we talk to quite a few people, and that's they've not played a game. They've come to see, enjoy the crowd, you know, right. socialize with friends. And granted, we kind of walk in the collector circle, the circle of folks that have brought equipment into the shows versus uh, the, the average person that's coming in to kind of relive their youth and play a game. And, and right. you know, our goals here are slightly different, but I mean, it's all good all the way around. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it's good to, you know, to like you said, it's good to see some people you know. And these events are a great time to do that, you yeah. know. Uh, so in, in the pinball world, you get to see a lot of the competitive people come from all over the country, and it's events like these that are the only times you get to see these people. Yeah. Now, are you reaching out to folks asking, and I, I use this word loosely, asking for a pre-registration on games just so that you get an idea of what's coming? We are. So we have uh, we have an online registration form, and um, we really ask that people have give us a heads up just so we can plan space-wise and, okay. and kind of group them as we see fit. Um, but they're starting to come in slowly but steady now that we're, what, three and a half months out? Yeah. So it's good. Right now we're on target. Uh, I think we've already exceeded our 100 as oh, far good. as commitment. Excellent. That Excellent. was what we were shooting for. Excuse me. So um, we have an incentive to get more games of giving away a space shuttle Ooh. pinball machine. Man, that's, yeah, that's fantastic. That's sweet. A I space shuttle. Now, I'll take it. Did, did you happen to? Did you have? I'll, I'll take that. Take I'll, I'll take, take it. That's fine. I'll <laughs> take it. Yeah, did you happen to realize that the first year of the Louisville Arcade Expo, they gave away a space shuttle? Yeah. No, I really didn't yes, know they that. Did. Yeah. Wow. They, yeah. Uh, I believe. Now, don't hold me to this, but I believe that they uh, they had Marco on board, and uh, uh, first year right out of the uh, right out of the gate. So Marco was pseudo sponsor because it seems like I remember seeing a Marco advertisement on it. They partnered with Marco and then they put together a space shuttle. It was a giveaway game first year. That's fantastic. Uh, this one is provided by one of our organizers, Joel and, and Dana Reeves. And oh, we're, yeah, we're yeah. really thrilled that they're, that they're doing that and I think it'll be a big draw. Um, but uh, actually we are sponsoring, we are sponsored by Marco Specialty ourselves. So oh, Marco awesome. is, a, is a sponsor. We have Joystick Game Bar, which is a local um, 
you know, well, it says it in the name, Game Bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're sponsoring us as well. Now, what do they do? That? <laughs> yeah. It's a Thai place? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> five star, baby, five star. Um, so, uh, where were we? I'm sorry. Uh, no, we are just talking about the sponsors. You were talking about the giveaway game and yeah. sponsors. Yeah. Yeah, so trying to get games in. Uh, what we're doing is it's a raffle. Every game you bring, you get an, uh, one entry to the raffle to win the, the spatial pinball machine. And we're kind of theming that. Oh, the reason we did the space shuttle is because it's the 30th anniversary of the game. Barry Ausler is the designer. Yep. He's going to be there. And I, I don't know if you see, I'm wearing the uh, Southern Pride Game Room Expo yeah, t-shirt. Yeah, it's with a very nice shirt. That is spatial themed as well. So That's we're kind awesome. of building a focal point yeah. and celebrating that. Did, yeah. did, did you bring t-shirts for everybody? I did. Oh, you weren't here oh, earlier. Oh, I wasn't here. T-shirts around, around the table, man. Yeah. <laughs> so well, you're about three months out. You've already, looks like you've exceeded your 100, which was your goal. Yes. And I mean, it's a loose commitment right now. It's a loose commitment. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll get it short up. Things yeah. are always subject to change. We know how that is. But you're three months out. I, I, I can see you know, the momentum's going to pick up. You yeah. know, I had already, you know, personally in my mind, uh, thought about coming down, but I just haven't had the opportunity to commit to making the arrangements. Whitney and I were talking prior to the show. I know Whitney's going to go down. Yep. And you know, my plan is the next week start looking and making arrangements so that I can come in as well. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. So, we look forward to that. That's yeah. awesome. Um, and, and I bet you're going to get a lot more folks that are just going to. Well, I'm going to go. We're going to yeah, make it. Exactly. They'll they'll just decide the week before, and it's like, yep, let's go. Well, that's the way I was with yeah. this show. Yeah. I, I wanted to come, but my commitments didn't open up until last week, honestly. And then that's when I was able to make my commitment to come here. So I know there's going to be people like me, yeah. you know, in, yeah. in the summer that say, you know what, maybe I can't take a day off of work yeah. and come down. And just, you know, make the road trip and give it a shot. And, right. And I think, you know, for where you guys are at, it's 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 fairly centrally located. And, you know, as long as you can make it make it in a day, it's, it's, worth, it's worth the drive. There, there, there's no doubt. I'm looking forward to it just to see how another, just to see how another show is run. You know, Have and you just, been just to see other shows? No. No. So no, this, sir. You are... Man, you guys are so spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, to be able to have something like this in your backyard, and this is all you know. Yeah. I've started to go to a, a couple of shows, and I've been lucky in that regard to be able to hit up um, Rocky Mountain Pinball Showdown in, in Denver. Yep. Yeah, I just came on the heels of the Jacksonville Arcade Expo. Yeah. So it's been neat to see the different flavors. And, you know, no two shows are the, sh are the same, and I'm sure ours will be completely different. Yeah. But... It's still fun and exciting to be able to see that these things are just growing in momentum. Yeah. Well, one one thing I will say that I'm that I'm really looking forward to about your all show is I is when I get down there, I'm actually going to play games because <laughs> that is something that I have not done. We're, we're not you know, here. Chance. We're not going with the intention of working it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and we really can't take a game. Well, I guess we could. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, you know, Brent, we'll, we'll pass out some T-shirts and just do you know just do stuff like that. But I'm really looking forward to having a nice selection uh, and just being able to play. You know, it's it's I, that's one of the biggest things I'm looking forward and to. And that is the one thing I'm sad about because <laughs> I'm going to have this great show in my backyard. And it's going to be awesome, but I'm going to be so busy trying but to you will. wrangle You're everything that I won't enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It's 
Well, you know, I, I guess, you know, in, in other terms, I guess it's kind of a good problem to have. I mean, you're, you're bringing something to the community, and I guarantee that you will see a response like this. All it takes, you're, you're, you're going to start out, you're going to prime the pump, and then it's just going to be on. You know? well, I hope so. And, yeah. And that's kind of what the goal was with the Expos, is bring this to other people. That's why I started the podcast. That's why I started the Pinball League. That's why I started the Expo, is I really just, I love it so much. Yeah. And I know that there's people out there who would love it if they knew about it. Yes, yeah. So, well, speaking of, have you given any thought to, uh, I'm sure you have, how are you How are you advertising, just out of curiosity, how are you advertising the show outside of the community, the, the pinball and video community locally to get folks to come in and experience it? So we got a, a lot of different uh, avenues that we're looking at. Um, Dana, one of our organizers, she has uh, tons of years experience doing PR and, and doing um, organizing for different events. Okay. So she's got some connections in local media. Uh, we're going to be doing that. But also, one thing I'm really excited about, something a little unconventional, is we're going <laughs> to, we partnered with uh, Momocon, which is okay. uh, an anime and gaming convention in Atlanta. And they have about 12,000 people. 12? 1,000? 12,000 attendees. And they're coming with us. I'm sorry. They, they're having us come, and they're uh, they're actually paying us a little bit okay. to uh, to have 20 of our own games on display for their attendees to use. Yeah. And at that time, it's a month before our show, get to see all these games, get to see our signs, and get to know that, hey, just in one month, I'm there. Yeah. Just yeah. in one month, it's, it's happening. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's from twelve thousand people. That's, that's, a lot of that's people. insane. I mean, I, I, I'm not into the anime scene or anything like that. I, that that blows my mind. You know, that for for that many people to be well, I, I mean, I say that, but look, I mean, look, look at where we're sitting. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's it's there's a lot of carryover. You'd be surprised. Um, it is a, partly a gaming fest too, but the games we're bringing are either going to be very classic games like Donkey Kong. Um, that have just like sight recognition. Yes, yeah. Or it's going to be the newer fighter stuff, and that uh, that's kind of be that will that, go over good. Now, yeah. When do yes. you know that? Well, you maybe you don't. There is a a, a a convention similar to what you're describing, like an anime kind of mm -hmm. that's held right here. Oh no! See, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. At all. Not too long mm -hmm. after last year's arcade expo, they actually had uh, Jeremy and Matt actually had some uh, posts on their Facebook page where they were here, okay. you know, promoting, Again. promoting the expo. Yeah, no, I wouldn't wear that. You know, that. kind of doing exactly as you're, as you're describing, Preston, folding it over. Yeah. And, yeah. hey, here's another crowd and, and some, some games that appeal to them. Right. So they were, they were they were making that tie. Yeah, well, it, it sounds like a good thing to do. I I guess there, there is a lot of bleed over. It's, and if you can get them, Preston, to pay you guys to bring the games on, that, that eases uh, some of the some of the hurt in your back that you're that you're gonna have exactly. in moving all those games, and yeah. that brings me to my next question: how how are you guys helping people get the games there, or, or are you? I mean, if you guys organize like any type of you know truck rental to, to go out and get people's games out of their house or anything like we're that, we're looking at that. We're okay. not opposed to that. That is uh, a lot of work. Oh, and yeah, and you run into the question of if something happens to it, what do you do? Like, yep. who, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I don't necessarily want to be transporting someone's ten thousand dollar monster bash and have it fall off the truck, you know. Yeah. Or oh, hand um, the keys to uh, a truck to someone and say, "Okay, you go get a ten thousand dollar monster bash." Right. Yeah, yeah, and then they wrap it around a yeah. wrap it around a phone um, pole. But what we are doing is we do have a storage facility right next to the location. Okay. I mean, literally, um, the next the next thing there is is a nice big U-Haul uh, storage location. 
And so we're running out a couple of storage units and allowing people to bring games a month ahead of time to that storage oh. location. Okay. And it's secured and it's uh and then it'll be right there for when the event happens we just truck it right on over Sweet. and they can be there to help oh, yeah. us out so yeah that's no, an awesome idea yeah, that, that, that works out well that, that works out well so here, here's my question my next question has it all set in what what you're about to get into not that it's a bad thing uh, but this, has it all settled in this definitely helps it make helps make it more real yeah um but We've been talking amongst ourselves uh, starting about two weeks ago when we started to send out another newsletter and we got responses from people about bringing their games. We realized that from, from now until the show, it's just going to snowball. Yeah. It's yes. just going to yep. trickle in and then it's going to be bigger and bigger and then it's going to be the show and we won't know what hit us. Yeah. Are you going to take your, any of your own games to the show? <laughs> I'm taking all of them. So it's a double whammy. Oh, no, it's a no, no, double no. whammy. Are you serious you're taking all of them? I'm taking 20-something games. Now, now, just just for everybody, just for everybody's, you know, everybody's benefit, can you roll through those 20-something games real fast? I'm just kind of curious Ooh. as to what's going to show up. Uh, Christy, so start counting. I'll just yeah, go through my lineup. A little bit yeah. me to do that. All right, so I am going to be bringing Missile Command, Shinobi, Multi Williams, Street Fighter 2, Punch-Out, Area 51, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong 3. Uh, then in my pinballs, I'm going to be bringing Metallica, Tron, Vector, which is a cool valley game, Matahari, 300, and then I'm working on Marvel vs. Capcom, I'm working on Miss Pac-Man Cabaret, Centipede Cabaret, and uh, one other yet-to-be-determined game. Okay, I mean... How many is that? Yeah, 17. 17. Uh, 17. Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. just blanking. I got some in storage, I forget. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> still, though, for... In, in oh, wait, wait. I remember. Okay. <laughs> John, anyway, uh, I'm going to have a the Journey. Uh, 18. And I'm going to have a Magic Sword. 19. And... Uh, <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> pressure's, pressure's on. The multi, so close to 20. <laughs> the, the multi-Williams, just count it. Yeah, just count it as five. <laughs> How about that? There you go. Man, for you to haul your entire collection Ooh. out, that speaks volumes because um, I don't know that I would ever entertain doing that. Well, I, I just, just don't so, know. So much work. So I'm much work, man. I want the event to be a big, big, big success. And, I, and you know something? It would take something like that for me to make it happen. Well, you know, the first year here, you know, this is this is my point of comparison right now because it's in front of me. Jeremy and Matt had to do that. You know, and actually, there's some games right now that uh, that I'm just looking at that belong to them in this in the lineup. So they continue to do it to this day. Yeah, yeah. And they, for the very same reason, they they enjoy bringing the games. They enjoy le letting people play them, and they want the show to be a success. Yeah. So, well, I know that there's going to be big community support. I mean, I know we're going to have a lot of people helping out and bringing games. But my worst fear is that we'll have everything in place for a great show. And everybody will come, and there won't be any games. And then what kind of show is that? Yeah. So yeah. I know at least there'll be some really good quality games in my selection. <laughs> so no. there'll be at least 20. Yeah, yeah. They, well, I, I'm sure that your co-host, I'm sure your co-host Patrick, I mean, is he bringing some as well? He is. He's getting off the hook. He's not bringing nearly as many as I am, but he's uh, going to bring a few. Well, that, that's that's good. That, that's good. Yeah, it, it's, it's, just, um, it's just one of those things. I mean, I, I appreciate your dedication to it because... It's, it's it's a whole level. It's a whole different level that I just 
I couldn't even fathom taking on right now. It's it's uh, it's something. <laughs> well, I may be kicking myself in the pants come come June 23rd, but we'll see. I'm we'll sure see. you'll do fine. Yeah, well, I'm sure it'll be fine. It, it's in motion now. It's it in is. motion now. Yeah, you can't it, go back on it. It's got to happen. Well, guys, thank you so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. It's been such a great time to be in. Wait, is it Louisville or Louisville? It's, <laughs> Take yeah, your poison. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. yes. It's, it's all of that. And yeah. I love your podcast. Oh, Keep thank up the you. great work. Thank I know you. you're, uh, what, seven episodes in now? You're going to be your seventh? It's going to be our seventh episode yeah, in. Yeah. You guys keep it real i, I thank love you. it thank so you. keep up the good work yeah we'll, we'll do it man thanks for taking the time to sit in with us we you know we appreciate you know we appreciate you being willing to do it appreciate the cross-pollination and everything like that it just helps to grow the community man One thanks a happy family guys well that's what everybody it, tries to be everybody out there make sure they check out the game room junkies podcast yep yep thanks so much yep. and if you're in the area southern fried game room expo check that out june 20 through 22nd i appreciate it guys yeah thanks a lot uh, preston we appreciate all right. it all thank right you, preston thanks uh-huh. That's awesome, man. It's it's uh, it's, it's good to it's good to get good, good to get you know some other people on the show, especially somebody who's who's running their own show, running a podcast. It's, oh, of course, it's pretty sweet. Thank you, Preston. We really do appreciate your time, man. All the way from Atlanta. All the way in Atlanta. Whew, it's a long I, haven't drive. Been, I haven't been to Atlanta in years, man. It's been a couple years for me, but you know, you know, I get ready to go back in June. It's gonna no, be great. I'm oh. I will. I'm, next week, I'm gonna look into making uh, making reservations and getting myself. Set up to go. Set up to know. go. Well, I mean, you and I probably ought to talk about logistics on it, man. I mean, we could ride share or something like that. We'll figure something. Well, yeah, I don't know if I want to be trapped out. in a car with you that You'll long. You'll get it done. <laughs> You'll do what? You'll get it done. Oh, I'm going to drag you down there. You can email me about it because I don't think you know how to text message. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of hurt, doesn't it? Jeez. I'm sorry. Not really. Uh, but, yeah. Maybe a little. Did okay. you Did you reach over and yank her chain? Yeah. Well, oh. I can't do <laughs> that, you, man. Did you pull the shooter? Well, you know, it's it's one of those things. I, what she'll do is she'll raise her price, and we can't afford to pay Gosh. her after that, man. It's tough. Sorry. I'd like yeah. to I'd like to report for the entire internet to know, to to hear that <laughs> I've just seen yet another person wearing the same shirt that Christy is wearing. Oh, did you really? Man, that's that's like that's like faux pas right <laughs> oh, there. Oh, don't tell anybody because it's totally a men's shirt too. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, I tell you it's what. Like <laughs> it's what? Right? It's, so it's what? like unisex, like a unisex shirt. <laughs> oh, okay, man. I, I wanted to make sure I heard that right yeah, three times wearing, in a row. You guys are horrible. You are definitely wearing it better than everyone else I've well, seen wearing it. Well, and especially better than, than a uni would wear it. You know well. what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. kudos to you. So, what she's wearing is a Flynn's Arcade shirt. Yes. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's printed on the front. So yeah, it's, it's awesome. Flynn's. It's awesome, man. I mean, I'm going to dig under the table. It, it, it's, like, it's, like, it's like Nerd Nirvana shirt is what it is. It it's is. awesome. It makes you know, me I, I mean, I wish I had one. It's pretty so sweet. What I, well, you can what do I, it. Was, and I'm not wearing this today. Christy, I Uh-oh. have. Pulling up a shirt. What's the shirt Hold say? Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. It's inside yeah. out. It's inside out. Oh, okay. You trying with, to show me an inside out shirt? I could be. I don't have, like, x-ray vision or anything. I know I'm pretty cool, but <laughs> I don't know who. <gasps> made, Did you bring your I own Flynn shirt? I don't know oh, who nice. made this. Wow! I mean, and that one's like brand new too. Look. I mean, it's all fiber in there. Have you day. ever worn that? Yes, I've worn it several times. Usually, yeah. I, I've worn it at every expo except for this one. Oh. So, is I it because I wore my Flynn shirt? Well, I brought it as a backup. But okay. I wasn't going to wear it if you had yours on. You don't want to match I didn't, with me. I didn't want to seem like I was copying or anything. Okay. You know, uh, but I don't know who, I who made this. Years ago, there was a, a thread runner on, on, running around on Claw where someone had taken the time 
to actually, as best as they could, color match yeah. the uh, shirts from the, the original Tron, the original Tron, and match the font. Yeah. And it it is the best match I have ever seen. It's 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 a nice looking shirt, Brent. It doesn't even it look is. like it's been washed. It really does. That's, that's, that's the thing about I, it. You know, since I, I went out a couple years ago trying to trying to find another one, and uh, um, whoever made it is no longer making it. I can't find Aww. it. I've, so I, I've just taken care of it. Yeah. Well, it's in my size, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my it's Chris, god! It's Christy's, no, I don't it's Christy's want that. second shirt. Is what it is. <laughs> it's. Uh, you gotta watch her. You gotta watch her, Whitney. Yeah. If you turn around, yeah. if it's something, she'll just yeah. she'll call it her. Snatch. She'll claim yeah. it. Sucker punch, sucker punch, and then run away it. with it. Huh? Giggling with joy. Woo. Man, guys, I'll tell you what. It has been a great night, and uh, I mean, the, the expo has turned out really, really well. We've had, uh, you know, I, I know we've had, you know, a couple little hiccups with the with the streaming, and a lot of that has just been due to uh, connectivity here at the hotel and things like that. And, so, the yeah. sheer number, the sheer amount of equipment that we have running on top of that as well. So I'll go ahead and mention this too. Yeah. Uh, not, well, not only the, the the equipment and all that. I think we're all, we're we're all a little worse for wear. I, oh yeah. Can, everyone, my voice feels like it's kind of going away Aww. again. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. It, it's one of those things but where we had, we had a ball. It's we, awesome. It's, oh, yeah. It's one of those things where I will sleep very good tonight. Yes. Absolutely. But I would not trade this for anything in the world. We've gotten to talk to some fantastic people. Amazing people. And we appreciate everybody who's been on the show. And 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 what I appreciate is they felt like it was worth their time to sit and talk to us. And right. and I take that as probably the biggest compliment of of everything here at the show. Uh, you know, Brent, Brent Christie, I'll tell you, I've really appreciated, you know, you know what we've done with the show, what we've done with the podcast, and it's just, it's neat. You know, this has turned out really, really well, and, man, I, I just look forward to doing it again next year. Yeah. I mean, I'm a fan. Do, <laughs> do what was that? I said, well, I'm a fan of it. Thank you, Christy. I'm awesome. a fan. Awesome. So, so uh, I'll go ahead and throw this out for folks that have yep. been listening to the stream throughout the day. I, Whitney, you mentioned we had some technical problems. Yeah, we have. Um Whitney and I have, have had a little conversation about what we're going to do with all of the content that we've recorded. Everything yep. that we've, anytime that we've broadcast, whether last night, tonight, and then uh, the, the breakout sessions, the panel discussions that we did earlier today, we have recordings of all those. Every and, single one of them. And, you know, our intention is to release those in uh, somewhat short order so that everything is available. Yep. You know, if you, if you, we're listening and things were kind of having some hiccups. I know yeah. tonight with John, we had quite a few hiccups. And yeah. I don't know if you yeah. noticed, Whitney. I apologize for that, too. Well, I mean, it, do, do you realize what we're streaming over right now? A lot. <laughs> well, Your we, phone. We, have, we have an array of equipment laid yeah. out in front of us. And yeah, we, we're right now, the, the most reliable connection we've got, we're streaming over my cell phone. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and I don't know if, I don't know if it's just, if it's competition for bandwidth or, or, or what it is, but I mean, I think we've had a good show for for the first time out. Yeah. But what it's done is taught us a few lessons that we can factor in for the next time that, that we attempt to do this. So, in all honesty, I think I think it turned out it turned out better than I was anticipating being yep. the first shot, first yeah. time out of the gate. Yeah. Because you guys are so good. Well, it's it's a learning I, I've experience. Got that on I've got that recorded. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that, Chrissy. It's it's been a learning experience, though. I mean, Brent and I. I mean, we started this from zero, and you know, we've we've learned a lot over the past six months, and. The next time we're on location and streaming live, we will factor in some of these lessons again, and uh, you know, and make sure that uh, hopefully it's a little bit better experience. What is nice though is that I hope that we can start to offer more live, more live content 
now that we have you know now that we have our setup proven and you know if we were on home broadband or something like that the streaming would have been 110 oh, yeah, percent we would not have had one issue whatsoever so that, that's that's the interesting point right there but no it's, it's been great i've thoroughly enjoyed it it's been a lot of work but i think we've uh, i think we've gotten a lot of content a lot of interesting content we've met a lot of people and uh, you know that's what the expo is really about i mean it's it's just like john trudeau said it's just like preston said it's just like we, we were talking you know with phoebe about we can play these games anywhere anytime you know at, at my house at your house brent whatever that may be this is really all about the social aspect of it and meeting meeting people and talking about what makes this hobby this wonderful hobby important to them well with that I say we go play some games. Man, dude, I thought you would never say it. Man, I've been leading up to it, leading up to it. But, yeah, guys, it it is that time. And uh, I would like to say, Christy, thank you so very much. You're welcome. Yeah, awesome. Brent and I really appreciate everybody who has uh, hung in with us. I think Christy needs to give us the official out. All right, let's do it. Oh. <laughs> she's, like, right, what, she's like, what is the official out? <laughs> what is the official out? What would you like out? me to say? Just, 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 you just, just make, you make, make it up. I didn't get a script for this. Do you want me to bring your mic down so that you all can whisper? Are we going to whisper right now? For real? <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I love you, see you, bye. <laughs> but more official, like. But no, I appreciate you all coming either here and talking to us or on the internet and listening to our beautiful voices and all of our special guests. So please come back, listen to us again, and keep me in business so I can (laughs) hang out with these old guys. Because I like them. Oh, I didn't mean to crunch your feet. We are pretty cool though, aren't we? I think you're really cool. I mean, I'm hanging out with you on a Saturday night. Fair enough. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Fair enough, I'll man. I'll take it. I'll tell you, it's that, right. st- it's that Stetson I put on, Brent. That's <laughs> I like what it. it is. I like yeah. it. Oh, no, no, that's somebody else. Not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, Christy, thank you for uh, lending your talent to the show. And uh, we appreciate we're, that. We're, we, we should have more Christy and shows to come. Yeah, it'd be great, yeah. It'd be great to do that. Set-ins yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, it'd be great to do that. You know, uh, she's always scattered throughout the podcast. Yeah. You know, her, for uh, for folks that may not be aware, uh, I, if you listen to the podcast, if you're listening to us now, you obviously do. Let me just suggest that you listen to all of the podcasts. Yeah. Uh-oh. Outtakes okay. at the end and everything. Uh-oh. So. Well, you're not supposed to say that. Oh, so my bad. My bad. Yeah. Ruining the surprises yeah, again. 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 Man, oh. I, I, you know, I'm just all about it. I'm never going to go to a movie with you. He's behind the door. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, I would never, cry. Never go to a movie with me, man. I, I wear it out. I wear it out. I have to watch but, you. Yeah, I know. I try oh. my best. But, hey. That's okay. Brent, Christy, why don't we go ahead and call this baby done? Let's All go play right. some games. Let's go play you some games. To? All right. Say it. All right. You want to say it, Christy? What do you want me to say, man? Okay. Thank you for listening. Came yeah. by. All right. <laughs> We'd like to thank everybody for listening to this very special broadcast uh, from the 2014 Louisville Arcade Expo. This is Broken Token Classic Arcade and Pinball Podcast. This is Brent, Christy, and Whitney signing out. We say thank you to everybody and game on. Congratulations, you made it to the end of another episode of the Broken Token Podcast. I promise they'll do better next time. Maybe next episode, they'll actually listen to me for a change. Just go easy on the guys. They don't have a lot to work with, but I know their moms would be so proud. We want to hear your feedback, comments, rants, raves, and otherwise, both good and bad. 
drop us a line via email at podcast at brokentoken.com. You can also call us at 470-2-CALL-BT. That's 470-222-5528. And leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you, and we might play your message on air in the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broken Token and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash brokentokenblog. Britton and Whitney are always posting content between the official episodes, and it's a great way to stay involved with the show between the shows. You can find our podcast on the iTunes Store and on Stitcher Radio. Just search for Broken Token and subscribe to the show. Like what you hear? Please consider leaving us a review on the iTunes Store and on our Stitcher Radio page, as the reviews help out the show. Please visit our website at brokentoken.com for articles, reviews, restoration logs, direct show downloads, and expanded show notes for this and every episode. Once again, thanks for listening. The Broken Token staff would like to extend a special thank you to the real vocal talent of the show, Christy Litzy. And that's me. Cha-ching! Music for the Broken Token podcast provided by Kentucky native bluegrass musician Gary Brewer. Please visit brewgrass.com. That's B-R-E-W-G-R-A-S-S dot com for the latest information, show dates, and to purchase music. Am I okay if I see that? You're a little low. Okay. What are you, Woody Woodpecker all of a sudden? How are you doing? I already messed it up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Professional and smooth. You're going to lose an eyeball doing that.